I am also recording. Let me set the laptop down and I'll let you know when I'm ready. Okay. You tell me when. Okay. I'm ready when you are. Okay. Here we go. Three, two, one. One more? One more. Three, two, one. Okay. Yay! We did it. Yay! That was maybe too close to the last clap, but whatever. Professional operation we're running here. (laughs) (laughs) Freaking splitting earphones and. All right. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Real Perspective, the podcast based on a YouTube channel based on a podcast. As always, I'm your co-host MJ Smith. I'm Michael Morey. I'm Missy Lonsinger. Welcome back, Missy. Hey. You were you were missing for the. uh, the Irishman podcast. I was. I was doing community theater. Community yeah, how'd that go? That I do. It went great. Yeah? I had several old men tell me that I was a great bitch, um, which surprisingly <laughs> enough is a compliment, because that's what I was going for with my character. All right. Wow. Just weird wow. to hear out of the mouth. This is like man. the opposite of bombshell. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was really exciting. It's, yeah, it, was, it went really well. Cool. Uh, well, we're also joined by a longtime Your Perspective slash Before and After Show alumnus, uh, I don't want to say alumnus. That's a, you're involved still. Yeah, I uh, do stuff. Yeah, Corey Tindall's here. Everybody. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, it's good to be here. Welcome back, Corey. I am happy to be here. Corey, have you, you always... been on the show this year? You had me on for Spider Man. Remember? That was oh Spider-Man. yeah the no the the there was a Tom Holland one. There was yeah, a, you know. Yep. Yeah, there was. Yeah, Spider-Man. It was a pretty good movie, guys. I, you, you no one remembered it came out. <laughs> exactly. That. You guys, I'm always on for these uh, either like they just happen movies or like really controversial films. So <laughs> I guess Apparently, that's my, well, that's, that's my thing. Yeah, that's, that's what that's you do. Thing. Including the long lost uh, Jurassic, Jurassic World, World 2 episode. Uh, <laughs> F and chat, everyone. We're going to do it. MJ, yeah. that's why I texted you the other day about that. Did you really? <laughs> well, or are you I mean, doing I, a bit? I, se- I sent you that picture. <laughs> oh, yeah. You sent me a picture of blue, like a toy of blue. <laughs> and I just responded with a middle finger emoji. Nice. That is true. But... <laughs> it's all that's true. Stop eating Mike's headphones, cat. Okay. Oh. <laughs> you, yep. you don't have to. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> What are we here for, MJ? Uh, <laughs> that's a good question, Mike. Let me ask someone who knows a lot more about existential crises than me. Um, <clears throat> well, Mike, when a man loves a woman very, very much. Um, In the beginning. I think I'm on, I think I'm on the wrong podcast. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we're here to talk about... It's almost Christmas. We haven't recorded in a while. It's... It's going to be weird. There's a weird vibe about this one. It's not a bad vibe, but there's a weird vibe about this That's one. good. That's because, good. That's what you want. Because we're here to talk about uh, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Is there a the in that title? Or yes. is this, I, is yeah? That is correct. Okay. Cool. Okay. I don't really care. Anyway, it's the third entry in the new like Disney era Star Wars Skywalker saga, I guess is what we're calling these things. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what we decided on after three of them came out, I think. Um, it's the third in the third trilogy in the Star Wars saga. There have been, uh, this is what? Number five. 11 five. overall? 
Yes. Uh, well, I mean, it's the fifth Disney Star Wars. Yes, it's right. the fifth Disney Star Wars. Star Wars. Uh, it follows in the footsteps of The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. And then the other two were uh, Rogue One and Solo. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about people in space fighting bad people. And... <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> the end. That's it. Anyway, join us next week when we talk about cats. <laughs> <laughs> i'm so excited for that episode um yeah so it's it's the third one jj abrams came back after colin trevorrow made the book of henry and they were like oh no we've made a huge mistake yes please leave please leave um then colin trevorrow said that the book of henry was star wars Ooh. uh what man. yeah you guys don't remember that he remember. tweeted the book of Henry is Star Wars. What does that mean? And then someone asked him in an interview and he was like, it's like Star Wars. And what? he was like, Henry huh. is Obi-Wan. Huh. You know how Obi-Wan died of cancer? <laughs> um, Died of childhood cancer? Oh, no. Uh-huh. <laughs> what? So he was saying his logic behind that was <laughs> that it was about a guy who sees a princess who's been captured and needs to be rescued, but then he dies, but he leaves behind the plans that will help the people resisting the evil guy holding the princess captive. Hmm. So that... (laughs) I'm going to hate every second of this podcast. So that he can (laughs) save her. But then she ends up rescuing herself because she's more than capable of doing so. Which is what Star Wars is about! Sure. <laughs> what? Wow. That doesn't make sense. No. You know what? I kind of wish she had done episode 9 now, guys. I do kind of wish. You know what? I kind of wish she had done episode 9 so we could have the one two punch of a Colin Trevorrow, Star Wars, and Cats. <sighs> yes. Um, hmm. Imagine the madness that would induce. Dude. Ah, uh, yeah. Anyway, so that's not what we got. We got J.J. Uh, Abrams coming back to kind of atone for the sins of The Last Jedi mm-hmm. after people. Uh, really didn't like that movie and uh, he's back with the rise of Skywalker which is uh, Poe and Finn and Rey are back everyone's favorite trio trio are they (laughs) also Emperor Palpatine's back the dead speak the dead speak the dead speak because the dead speak because Fortnite Fortnite said he was back. Because. He's back because. And, uh... He's on a stick. It's exciting. (laughs) Palpatine on a stick. Yeah. He wore the little hat. It was weird. They gave him the little shorts. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, Emperor Palpatine's back, and he's amassing a fleet called the Final Order. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just... It's a bunch of Star Destroyers that have capabilities like the Death Star, and... Yeah. Ray and Finn and Poe have to go find a thing that will point them to the thing that will make them find the Emperor. And so they do that, and then they find the Emperor, and then Ray has a showdown with the Emperor, and the universe is saved. Yep. Yeah. And that's how Star Wars ends, and that's the end of Star Wars, everyone. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then For she names herself uh, she names herself Ray Star Wars at the end. Yep. Yeah. 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 Ray Skimbleshanks. Yeah. <laughs> 
Ray Severus, you know, Ray, Dumbledore, Ray Albus, Albus Severus, <laughs> Dumbledore, Skywalker. Skywalker. Um, yeah, that, it's a movie. It's certainly a movie. Called Star Wars. Um, yes. That is legit, basically, the plot. The subplot kind of is also, uh, Kylo Ren is there. He's still a sad boy. Yeah. And uh, But they kiss, does. MJ. But they yeah. kiss. Yeah, they do. They, yeah. Yep. yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. So he does... After he gets yeeted into a pit. <laughs> no, it's because it, he comes back out of the pit. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, he gets he yeeted does. into a he pit, does. and then he comes out, and then he gives Ray... Because she's dead. Yeah, so Ray dies, yeah. and then he comes back out of the pit, because... And then they kiss, which in turn... Kills him. Kills well, him. Right. Because well, of her yeah. poison. Uh, she's poisonous. Uh, yep. Ray's mouth has poisonous barbs in it, and... Uh, <laughs> that's what... Yeah, that's what kills... Kyler Ren. Some pretty toxic feminism right there. <laughs> Literally. I see what you did there. I, um, wow. <laughs> yep. Yeah, sort of a redemption arc. I guess you could say that. Sure. Techni- technically. Yeah, just the kind of message you want to send to young girls is to forgive uh, the angry white incel, ma- incel male and then kiss him. Till he, he dies. Till he dies. Let him save you, and then you don't save him in return. Yeah, oh, I mean, I was I was like hoping <laughs> for a cut of this movie when it gets onto YouTube of them just like repeatedly reviving each other back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> you hang no. up first. No, <laughs> you die. No, I die. Okay, you that's die. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, wow. that's wow. Uh, that's. By the way, I know we're being kind of funny about it. That is the plot of this movie. Essentially, yeah. yeah. It's like, they just need to find a thing that will help them find the thing that will make them find Palpatine. So then they do that, and then there's a showdown with Palpatine. And yeah. then the movie's over. Yeah. Basically. That's it. It's two hours and 35 minutes. Yeah. What? Yeah. Um, and then Kylo Ren is still sad. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that, that's that's it. He gets some closure with his dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Princess Leia's there. She dies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she disappears when he dies? For reasons? Yeah, because they're a fourth triad. Nope, di- no. just dyad, just dyad. No, just dyad. It was, <laughs> was weird, man. Um, yeah. Uh, what What did you guys think about the Rise of Skywalker? Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, Mike. Um, he loved it. <laughs> Podcast I'm, over. I, 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 this could just become a list of cinema sins if I was allowed <laughs> time. So, in the interest of time. Let's start from the beginning, okay? <laughs> That's a good place to start. Just, Mike, just go for the jugular. It's okay. We're friends well, here. Okay. This movie was shit. But <laughs> um, this this whole thing started off as a giant pissing match. Each of the last three movies in this mm-hmm. trilogy have been just one director trying to piss on the other director. And it started with J.J. Abrams from the very first line in The Force Awakens saying, this will begin to make things right, which is him basically calling out George Lucas and saying, hey, I'm going to make a better movie than you. Oh, unlike those, prequels. Unlike those crappy prequels that you made. Then he goes and ends the movie with handing over a lightsaber. Then Ryan Johnson goes and throws that lightsaber away, <laughs> completely crapping on J.J. and what he had set up and a lot of other things that he had set up, destroying Kylo's mask, that kind of stuff. Then this movie opens up with Kylo fixing his mask, and then later that lightsaber not being thrown away but caught by Luke, thereby yep. showing that J.J. was pissing on Ryan Johnson for screwing up his setup, mm-hmm. thereby demonstrating that they had no plan throughout all three of these movies. <laughs> I, well, that's a fact they freely admitted to, which yes. is crazy to Insane. me. 
That's a. I don't know why you would admit that in it's the public eye. The equivalent yeah. of a student coming in and being like, "I didn't read anything the night before for this test." I'm like, "You don't have to brag yeah, about yeah, it." Yeah, I just winged it. Oh, okay, we're gonna okay, find cool. out. Yeah, yeah, but that's a thing. I mean, look, as a student who did that in high school, at least I made sure I set the curve. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. So anyway, the strategy started off with having no plan. And there are ways that, look, the creative process can go and take you unexpected places. Completely understand that. Yeah. But they should have had an overarching scheme because these movies feel very schizophrenic. Mm -hmm. And this movie feels like it's spending half of its runtime trying to correct the last movie. Yeah. And as much as I didn't like The Last Jedi um, and, and how I think that some of its faults contributed to this movie's faults, the fact of the matter is this movie's not very good either and in a different way. And part of that is because it's trying to go and make up to the last one. And like I said, we can go over the plot holes, of which there are many. But where it gets things wrong is with, like, the themes, which there really isn't much mm -hmm. of one. And, like, how it treats most of its characters, mm -hmm. which it yep. doesn't well. <laughs> and and that's where it really fails. Like, I'm not going to go over every plot hole. I mean, I went over, like, a list on, like, theringer.com or something. Mm -hmm. And it was like, 87 questions we have about the last, you know, <laughs> yeah, Rise yeah, of the yeah, yeah, And it was yeah. like, yeah, all those were valid because they, they, all of them were bad, like, plot holes. Yeah. But to yeah. me, it messes up on its characters and the themes and closing this out in any coherent fashion. So that's where my thesis starts. And then we can talk about it. <laughs> right. Corey, what did you think? I I saw this film and I remember the credits start to roll and I'm like, I just feel, I don't know, indifferent. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I feel yeah. like that's the best word I can land on. I didn't hate this, but yeah. I didn't enjoy it so i just and mike <clears throat> i'm totally with you on all the stuff that you just said i i feel like this movie was set up to fail like there was there was no way like i i try to be optimistic and like hope i was like okay maybe jj had an ace up his sleeve but no he just had lots of mystery boxes mm -hmm. and i yeah, like, it's just because this movie feels so incongruent with the other two films, and because mm -hmm. each director is like, I like this idea, and I hate this idea, and I don't, like, and nothing is really carried through. So what I ended up watching was just a film that was like, I guess it's just going to try to arbitrarily tie up some loose ends and throw in some nostalgia just so you could be like, hey, remember, remember this thing from Star Wars? We got that thing for you. But just like as a as a coherent story, it doesn't make sense. And there's even, and I'm sure we'll get into this, within the first five minutes of this film, even the opening crawl, there's a lot you have to buy into. Like from a, from a story perspective, it's like, from oh, that's trailer. A lot happened off screen, apparently, and yeah. you just have to accept it. And yeah, so I I just I don't hate it. There's there's more problems with this film for me that really just weigh me down like even able to like praise the good things about it which there's not really a ton even though last jedi was very controversial i feel like at least ryan johnson like had a direction he was going with that mm -hmm. and because none of those themes i know it was a completely different direction from jj but because jj didn't lean into any of those themes in this movie like half this movie is just like retconning all that stuff. Yeah, and so then we don't totally actually get, we don't actually get a real story. So it's just, 
yeah. So I guess indifference. That's kind of where I'm at right now. Missy. Um, yeah, I think indifference is a really good word for it. Um, I, I didn't hate it. There were things that I enjoyed, but again, it's your summary of the plot was essentially how it felt was it's just like one tiny thing, but there was so much, like you guys have both said now, like overcorrection that nothing new is added. There was some cool, like the thing that Star Wars has going for it, even when they suck is like seeing, I think you had mentioned this in a text, Mike, like the new planets, the new races, like that's mm-hmm. cool. It's a yeah. fun universe to be in, like regardless. Right. So yeah. even as shitty as the films can be, just being in that universe again is always really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, I also have, especially having just watched Knives Out, I'm like, okay, you know what? Ryan Johnson's actually not a bad filmmaker. And the more I think about it, I'm like, Last Jedi was maybe not even an awful film. It was just a really bad Star Wars film. And it, like, I didn't like it. I And I'm somebody who's very much been into the Old Republic and all the canon with that. And I hate how much mm-hmm. they've been shitting on that and completely disregarding it. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, I don't care if I'm being precious about it. It's whatever. That's the universe that there is. There's, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, there's a canon for it with, for a reason. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. It it was just, it was nothing. It was something where I was like, huh, that's cool. We're back in Star Wars world and, and nothing new has been contributed except for the Emperor came back, who was a villain we've already had before. Uh, and now Kylo Ren is dead. Yep. So, yeah, it was, it was nothing. That's how I feel. It was nothing. <laughs> I felt nothing. Exactly. <laughs> Pretty good. Oh, God. <laughs> pretty good movie. Um, like, pretty yeah. good by what? Um, <laughs> so here's what I'll say. Not only will I say pretty good, I'm going to double down on saying pretty good, and then I'll explain myself. Are you doing uh, this just to troll us? No, I'm not. I promise I'm not. I have. There's a logic to it that I think makes some sense. Um, not only will I say this is pretty good, I will go so far as to say this is my favorite of, the, not the Disney Star Wars, that's Rogue One, by a lot. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, sure. yeah um, it is. But it's my favorite of the three. Yes, the three numbered that. ones. Uh, and there's a reason for that. It's a really bad Star Wars movie. Holy moly! Every time this movie tries to do Star Wars things and like bring in characters from Star Wars, it sucks. It's it is comically bad. Like it is one of the worst big budget movies you can find this side of a Transformer, and it it's very very bad. But this is the first movie of these where I felt like these characters had like, which is crazy because the movie is just like nonstop. I feel like they actually had like moments where they existed outside of the legacy of mm-hmm. these characters, like a little bit, like when they're just like hanging out doing stuff. Um, I actually was pretty entertained by that, and I, you know when they when they were like going to the the it was burning it Ka- Kaji no yeah, burning, burning. the burning the Burning Man one kind of upset me a little bit because it was another <laughs> desert planet. God, so many desert planets. So many desert planets. <laughs> but I liked the race on that. Like, I liked the, the, the yeah, the little elephant people having their festival. Like, it made it, it felt more lived in than Jakku ever did. Oh, yeah, Jakku made yeah. no sense no. Yeah. ever to me. Yeah. yeah, and so, like, I liked that. I liked when they talked to Felicity in a helmet. Like, I, I, I liked her character a lot. I know she was, you know, sequel set up for her spinoff fodder, but I would watch more of her character. I thought she was interesting and good in the movie. Um, I liked that little thing that happened between her and Poe, like the, the history that's been hinted at with them. Like there are moments in this movie that I can't entirely write off mm-hmm. because they finally feel like these characters are lived in. Now, where that sucks is this is the last in the trilogy. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. it is a yep. terrible third movie. Mm-hmm. It's a terrible it's Star Wars. It's too little movie. too late. Yeah. It's too little too late. But it, it like 
I was entertained by a lot of the action <clears throat> scenes, even like even the the little the speeder chase on uh the desert planet i thought looked awesome even though it was a rehash of the speeder chase from endor right um i liked the final showdown with the first order fleet i thought it looked neat i mm. thought it was real stupid that wedge was there but like <laughs> I, it was just this weird back and forth for me where i was like oh i liked that and that was actually entertaining and actually some decent filmmaking which jj did not have in the force awakens i would argue mm. um and so it was this kind of back and forth. But at the end, like, if I can divorce myself from the Star Wars stuff, which you kind of can't, I was pretty entertained by it, and I wouldn't mind seeing it a second time. I told my mm. wife I would see it again. Um, so it's just, like, it's this weird thing where I'm kind of meh about a lot of the Star Warsy stuff, but I actually, like, would have watched the dumb MacGuffin BS all day. Mm. Like, I, I liked watching them just kind of, like, bounce around the universe and look for stuff. Well, that's okay. because it's like Indiana Jones in space, yeah. which is kind of the strongest part of it, even if it's mm-hmm. total nonsense. Yeah. But yeah. like, yeah, it, it's at least like kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, before then, it realizes it has to go and wrap up everything. Yeah. I mean, I guess the way I would address all that is, <clears throat> out of all three of them, it's probably the one I would end up watching the most, just because sure. there's so much shit going on. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not at least <laughs> a rehash <clears throat> of A New Hope as much as you know. It's not rehashing Return of the Jedi as much as like Force Awakens was. Right doing a new hope it's cleverer about it it yeah. is just as much but it's, right. it's oh, yeah. way well, but, it's way more obvious yeah. but, but it's, it's putting it in, like through like a layer of indiana jones and goonies basically yeah. on top of that yes. so it's like a little more tolerable yeah um but the way i would address that the most is it's because this movie's throwing so much on at like the wall and seeing what sticks yeah I mean, it's probably throwing like a thousand ideas at the wall at once right like it, it is bound to go and get a couple of them that are all right sure but they don't have enough time to breathe. I yeah. mean, most you have two or three <clears throat> new characters, the Cone Droid, Zori Bliss, and Janna, yeah. <clears throat> who get introduced all in this movie. And they basically have like one scene each. Like, here I'm introduced, and I'm going to give you some exposition, <clears throat> and then I'm gone. <clears throat> and little tiny droid mechanic, whatever his name was. Oh, Babu Frick. Yeah, Frick. Yeah, who, like, right, who Disney's marketing campaign is trying to make into Baby Yoda or something. A small Mexican alien. Yeah. Wow. Um, I like Babu Frick. It was a small Mexican alien. It was like representation matters. <laughs> like Watu was the Jewish one. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I always, I always blew. I always read him as Italian. Oh no, he's. Supposed, I think he's supposed to be kind of like something like Middle Eastern. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought he was but, supposed to be Jewish because yeah. he had the big nose and he was cheap. And yeah. that's, All right. Uh, no, oh. that's not me speaking. That's the internet. No, no, I'm not I, racist. I, I, right. Wow. No, I agree. We might have to go. Yikes. Yeah. I get what you were saying because I think that kind of was like a weird stereotype. No, that's what Lucas I heard. That was not like me. <laughs> yes. Like, Missy, I'm going to edit this part out. Yeah, Stop explaining fine. yourself. She has Jewish friends. All you're friends. doing is making more Sorry. work for me at this point. Sorry. Sorry. No, leave it in. Candid <laughs> now. <laughs> Candid. This is real. Real perspective. No, so anyway. <laughs> we know. <laughs> we know. I know. No, anyway. <laughs> there, there are a lot of new <laughs> characters being added to it. <laughs> And the movie doesn't really follow up with any of them in a satisfactory degree. Sure. Um, but they all raise interesting possibilities. So the part of your brain is like, ah, new. Mm-hmm. Like, new shiny thing. Like, right. yeah. is engaged. Mm-hmm. But then it's like they got no substance. And it's like, oh, yeah. And then the next like scene, because you're just being assaulted by stuff happening mm-hmm. all the time. Because that's what this movie yeah. is. It's yeah. a constant yeah. assault of editing. Like, 
oh my god, there's so much bad editing. Like, yeah, I agree. establishing shots. It's, like, where the hell are good. we right now? <laughs> yeah. like, it's not like, good. Teleporting behind each other all the time. Um, <clears throat> you know, and so much like directorial, like. <clears throat> uh, like tricks that JJ's using almost every scene. Like just imagine like every time they get to a new planet, they'll have like a shot of the heroes talking stuff like that. And then they'll walk away and the camera's going to whip to like some shady person, like right, catching right. up to them. Yeah. You know, like every planet that they're at, that yeah. same like thing happens a million times. Um, and, and so it's like impossible not to kind of just like be engaged because there's just so much crap going on, right. but it's all like f- substanceless. Right. So that's, where like I agree with you kind of, but then I feel like at the end, it kind of pulls me back. I'm like, but none of this means anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's this weird thing where it's like I was largely entertained by that middle section, particular in particular. Mm-hmm. Like once they got the orders of like, hey, we got to go find the thing that's going to yeah. help us find the thing. Yeah. Which by the way is like the whole plot is introduced in like the stupidest way because Poe's like got the news. Palpatine's back. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was like the worst monologue. <laughs> Which, by the way, they already knew they've been hearing a, right. like, a message yeah. from. That's where the, yeah. editing, like, then they edited out, like, the first 10 minutes of the movie and, like, right. and they put the speech into Fortnite and stuff. God. So, but, like, the way like, that why? Scroll is saying that they've heard the speech actually isn't how it's played out in the movie because the good guys haven't heard it, apparently. Right. Yeah. Mm. So it's very confusing because they edited. Like the fact that the good guys haven't heard it, but maybe the bad guys have. Sure. Right. But anyway, uh, that middle part is better. Yeah. So the the whole middle section of the movie, I actually kind of liked a lot. Um, and so I was like pretty entertained by that. I liked the final showdown with the final order. It's all stupid. I didn't uh, like the final showdown with Palpatine, <laughs> but I liked the space battles. I thought they looked neat and. They like I thought the environments were cool. I thought the planets were just like on the whole kind of better. Yeah. Oh yeah, for in, sure. In this movie, for the like, first time in the sequel trilogy, I think they had some good planets. Yeah, like Exegol, I thought was dope. Yeah. It was yeah, so yeah, that was cool. dumb. That was so cool. dumb, but it looked awesome, and like yeah. the way he lit it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and even like the mm-hmm. legacy characters, I think it was the best. I don't know the best uses of them, but like Ian McDermott came to play and that's always fun to watch. No matter how stupid. Yeah. Like it's so stupid. It's so stupid (laughs) that he's back. But like he went for it and I can't fault him for that. I thought Billy D was like a lot better than I thought he was going to be. Yeah. yeah. Um, Yeah. I was like happy to see him back as Lando. Maybe it's because I didn't really like Donald Glover as Um, uh, Lando. But I, you know, I thought he was like, Hey, I'm back. And I'm like, yeah, kind of cool still, mm-hmm. which uh, you know, it, I, I, better than that. Ah, uh, the new the new Chewie is great. Yeah. That guy's he's the yeah. he's my favorite in the whole trilogy. I think God. He, he's real good <laughs> in all three movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the new girl. I wish that we had her which last. One? <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah, no, not Power Ranger. Um, the Jana? yeah, is that her name? Yeah, I don't even remember her name. The other stormtrooper. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, she was cool. And yeah, I was like, yeah, if yeah. Rose had been this way, I would have liked Rose, but Rose was yeah. awful. Yeah. Rose has to yep. go study. I just, like, dude, I, study. so that is something <laughs> I want to talk about is like, for for whatever you feel about The Last Jedi, like, we're not talking about that movie no. in this podcast. <laughs> but like, I, I, and it's hard not to bring it up, but like, yes. that's not, we're not doing another podcast on The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. To go and ignore it is the worst possible way I think you could make the movie. And agreed, like, totally. It agreed. just like there's there's no way 
there was no way this movie was going to satisfy everyone to begin with. Mm -hmm. But to try and like just retcon it and when you're trying to wrap up the story that's supposedly been told Mm -hmm. is, I mean, the most ill-advised way to make this movie. Like, I don't think there's a worse angle that could have happened in this movie. Yep. And I don't like... I just don't like any franchise that doesn't that does that to itself, um, including. Well, I don't want to say I don't like it. That seems extreme, but like I don't like the way the prequels treat Jar Jar after the first one. Yeah, it's like because it's too much response to the backlash. It's so much yeah. response to the yeah. backlash, and this movie is just like constantly people be and themes and arcs getting Jar Jar, mm-hmm. yeah. and so it's just like yeah, it's so dumb. Like every and that's where the the criticism I have of like. Every Star Wars thing in this movie is the dumbest possible way to approach this. <laughs> like, man, when she went to Octo and Luke caught the saber, that looked cool. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest. I but was like, knew, that was we a all dope knew shot. What was happening there? And but like, yeah, why? the implication why? of it was so lame. <laughs> and then him raising the X-wing, I was so angry. I was, really I was like, why is this happening? And okay, and how is it in any kind of working order? Like, how long has it been well, in the water? And the other thing is, is or that did like, give it force life? as as cool as it is possibly mm-hmm. that he did it, because like, he's doing the thing that he like <laughs> didn't do in Empire. First of all, we've seen like feats that are way more extreme than that now yeah. in these movies, so yeah. it's really not that impressive. But second of all, then why didn't he just go and take that X-wing if it was in working order and go and help them on crate I in the last movie? Know. Like exactly, a, a lot of the stuff that they're doing to go and correct quote unquote mm-hmm. the flaws of Last Jedi are actually undermining the other movies, yeah. and, including yeah. the Last Jedi. Um, you know, I mean, obviously, let's like talk about the elephant in the room: Palpatine being back. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's definitely a correction for getting rid of Snoke. Uh, yeah, like the, the plan was never to get rid of Snoke. Mm-hmm. Um, you can tell that uh, Ian McDiarmid went and said that like he got called a year before this to go mm-hmm. and do this <laughs> role. Like the, the plan was never bring back Palpatine. Okay, um, but they yeah. knew based off of the Last Jedi, it wrote them in a corner because yeah. they didn't want to have Kylo be mm-hmm. the big bad. Mm-hmm. That's obvious. Mm-hmm. Like they just didn't think he was good enough to be the final. Yeah, right. yeah, totally. and they wanted. And it, I, I kind of understand why, because if he had been the big bad villain, then they would have had to kill him probably. Yeah. And yeah. There would be no redemption. And so the right. final Skywalker, quote unquote, movie uh, ends with that Skywalker being killed mm-hmm. brutally. And there's like, what kind of message is that? Then? What's or the theme no of that? Because he still right. died. But right. Yeah. 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 Um, so they go and bring back Palpatine. Mm-hmm. And... That goes and undermines the other, the original trilogy and the prequels and what Anakin did and what Luke Mm -hmm. did. None of it mattered. I I hate that. I I hate Mm -hmm. all of that. Mm -hmm. It just like (laughs) ruined that perfect ending of Last Jedi, or uh, sorry, Return of the Jedi. Mm -hmm. And it took like the one, like the final victory that like they hadn't had crushed and taken out of their hands away from them. Yeah. Which is like the Jedi didn't get restored. The Empire wasn't really beaten. Mm -hmm. The Republic didn't really come back. And now finally they couldn't <laughs> even defeat Palpatine correctly. Yeah. And, and yeah. that to me, like, it undermines everything. But it was all done to go and fix a problem of The Last Jedi. Right. Yeah. And so, like, one of the things that I've always appreciated about, like, this is going to be a weird analogy. And I say this all the time <laughs> of, like, the Fast and Furious movies. There are, like, uh, one, two, three legitimately, four legitimately great Fast and Furious movies, mm. I think. But... That whole franchise goes and owns everything that's happened in all the like installments of it, mm. and it just it works better that way, mm. man. Because yeah. it's not trying to undo some dumb decisions that someone else <clears throat> made. Mm-hmm. Now, largely, 
those fell under the vision of hmm. one person for a long time. Mm. But even the two after that that didn't still brought those characters back. Like, the was it Seven that brought back Lucas Black? Yeah. I freaking hate that dude <laughs> and that movie. But I liked that it kind of owned up like this happened. Because mm. then... It opens up the it opens up the story a lot more to tell a story that moves forward, right? Yeah, which is what mm. you should be doing yeah. in franchise filmmaking. And exactly, you know kind of made me like Tokyo Drift a little <laughs> bit more <laughs> in a weird way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So the idea, like, I just don't like it when a franchise doesn't own what's happened before. Yeah. You know, agreed. It's like, like regardless of whether or not it was good or it was bad, like you need to build off of what happened. Like, yes, going back, especially in the a final installment is mm-hmm. so, so dumb. It's so dumb. Um, but at the same time, it's this weird thing where I feel like <clears throat> in the larger, like context of star Wars, I've felt really weird this last like couple years about it because i feel like like my voice doesn't have any merit in that space anymore pun not intended Mm. Um, (laughs) and i'm not like it sounds douchey to say like i'm not used to that but like i feel like i come by my bona fides about how i feel about movies pretty honestly Mm -hmm. and like this project is this project being the podcast um is like a labor of love out of that like it's a very natural outgrowing of my interests and my hobbies and my knowledge base Mm -hmm. and so there's no room for me because like i'm i'm probably the one who likes the last jedi the most in Mm -hmm. this um but i don't love it it's like pretty good um but not in a way that i think this is pretty good um i i think (laughs) that the like i like talking about like the theme or thinking about the themes because there's no way i'm talking about the last jedi with anyone now um but i like thinking about like the themes (laughs) and the character arcs in that movie um and it's like it's it like gave me like it was quote unquote meaty for lack of a better like phrase for me to just chew on some Mm -hmm. stuff that was presented in the movie this one was more of like a spectacle entertaining Mm -hmm. reason why i thought it was pretty good i think those are valid reasons to like a movie um but it's just this weird thing where it's like the it's like the dimitri martin joke where there's like there's never like middling graffiti it's always like this thing sucks. Yeah. I love Deborah or whatever. Like you don't see graffiti. That's like toy story two was okay. <laughs> and that's kind of how I feel about like my opinions on the last Jedi where it was mm. like, eh, I liked it. And it's like, no, you either love it or you hate it. And we've drawn a line <laughs> in the sand and yeah. you, you're either on it or you're not on it, but we have no room for you yeah. talking about this movie. And it's like, I just like movies guys. Right. Like, can I just like, movies or is that not allowed anymore and so i've even found with with the rise of skywalker like acknowledging that it's kind of a bad movie and still liking it a little bit upsets people um now granted i was doing that i was overselling how much i liked it just to piss (laughs) mike off so i was doing that on purpose but like i like a lot of people are like you can't do that and it's like uh no you can because i do you know, like, it's it's kind of invalidating. Like, you're just throwing anything I have to say about the movie out. And it's really frustrating to me um, because I got really mad before the podcast, if I'm being honest. Like, I had a whole, I had a whole manifesto written about it. But it was, it was, and to me, where it stems from is like, look, you guys, like, Star Wars wasn't the first movie. It's not going to be the, like, it's not, it does, like, cinema doesn't start and end with this franchise. And I know there's a lot wrapped up in it Mm -hmm. and people love it and it's great. And I understand, like, loving something like that. Like, 
obviously I, there's a movie I love like more than all the other movies. I have it tattooed on my body. It's Jaws. But as a Jaws fan, I also love like that's a franchise that has some pretty bad sequels. Right. And I uh, just don't talk about them. It's not that hard. Now, Jaws does not <laughs> have the cultural permanence that something like Star Wars has. But it is just frustrating with it. Like, to, it just gets me in this headspace where it's like, just go watch another movie. Yeah. It, it almost <laughs> like there's like this weird, like, false dichotomy that's been set up with, I feel like, anything in the Star Wars universe that I also think is low key indicative of like where society's going. Where it's here's the thing you either love this or you hate it. And if you don't love it, then you hate me and you hate everything that's about it. And it's like with Star Wars, you either have to love the pre there, there are some prequels that I kind of like, like of the prequel movies. And I'm like, this isn't that bad. Like, Phantom yeah. Menace. Everybody hates Phantom Menace. I remember seeing that as a kid and I loved it. And I don't know if that nostalgia has carried dope. over, but I liked it. It's a good it. movie. Like, Dual Fates was amazing. And Pod somebody, Race is dope. Yeah. And people are like, oh, no, that's the worst of them. And it's like, oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Like, you can't, you, you have to be really on either side with, like, the prequels or with the original trilogy and now with this. And it's, you can either love it or you can hate it. Or, like you said, <laughs> your voice kind of falls nowhere, which is, is stupid because at the end of the day, yeah, it's, it's film and it's film about, you know, the same thing that we've been getting. So it's, I don't know. It, it is frustrating. So I understand what you're saying. That's it's annoying. I mean, if I can respond to that, because I feel like it's definitely a shot across the bow. Uh, it's toward... not meant to be. Okay, because it feels like it's addressing some of the stuff that we were talking about. We did about have a conversation in a about text this. message. Okay. I mean, this this franchise, it, okay, it's a dumb space wizard franchise. Like, let's just get that out of the way. I, that's too dismissive for me. But, though, okay, okay. But, like, let's just go with that for okay. a second. Mm -hmm. I mean, whether or not it is one of those things, we've now decided to go and elevate such things sure. to the forefront of our culture. And, you know, whereas our founding fathers and other people would go and cite the <laughs> Iliad or the Odyssey or whatever, you know, this has become, like, something that we cite in our common right. culture and is part of, like, our national myth now. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. I think it makes sense that people go and invest a lot in discussions about this thing. And um, whether or not these things are good or bad, um, picking up on the themes of them and where they're going and what they say about us as people, I think is is important. Um, and it can't just be dismissed or, or, or taken lightly. Um, like, I think this is something different than Jaws. Jaws, uh, I mean, it has crappy sequels, true, but it didn't go and find, like, form, like, a founding myth mm -hmm. for, like, a lot of people growing up, for example. Hmm. So um, seeing what's happened to this, I think it's understandable it causes a little more distress for some people. Um, I mean, personally, what I feel like is um, I feel like I've been gaslit for two years mm -hmm. from, like, Disney and Lucasfilm, like, telling me that I'm an awful, like, alt-right sexist person for not liking, you know, right. The Last Jedi. Yeah. Right. And mm. meanwhile, they went and made a movie that basically says The Last Jedi was crap, yeah. you know? And, and it's yeah. like, wait a minute, like... So, so what you do you, yeah, yeah. Like you... Like, you guys totally recognize then that, yeah. like, you guys messed up in a way. That's also pretty sexist and racist. Right, yeah. And, that, <laughs> and that's something yeah. that um, Slable uh, and I were talking about um, was how... Like the supposed progressive themes, you have, for example, a progressive chick in this movie, um, you know, a feminist icon who's the first female hero of Star Wars mm -hmm. saga, right? But then it actually treats her pretty horribly. Yeah. It doesn't give Are her like. Are you talking about Leia? Uh, I'm talking about Ray. Sorry. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. like she's she is you know the single yeah. protagonist, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. I feel like the script um, really underservices her. It, it, she, I mean, I, saved by a man. My my parents talked to me afterwards, and they were like. I can't remember a single line that she had in this movie because no. she barely has any dialogue. She's mm -hmm. like standing around at the distance. But beyond just that, like thematically, she's set up as a character who um, is supposed to stand, uh, like 
kind of stand on her own. She doesn't need yeah. anybody really to go and teach her anything is kind of what the theme that they're going with here. Mm. But meanwhile, she falls for like what's basically a space Nazi and kisses him at the end of this movie. Like, how does that square with like providing like a power and empowering female? And then you have Finn who, I mean, literally after The Force Awakens where he was just uses a red herring to be that guy they showed in marketing holding the lightsaber but wasn't really the one who's going to get the right. lightsaber. Yeah. They had no idea what to do with him. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they've treated him like complete crap. So that's bad representation there. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then and then they went and turned um, freaking Poe, uh, who like okay is played by Oscar Isaac Enrique Hernandez, but he changed yeah. like the, his last name because he kept on getting like these kind of Latin drug dealer type yeah. roles offered to him. And where do they make him? They make him a smuggler. Yeah. Like I mean, like how like how insulting is that? Like yeah. they like they resorted resorted to all kinds of stereotypes and they turned Finn into you know some janitor bumbling idiot. Yeah. yeah. Who. who like, you could go and, like, take Finn and Poe's dialogue in this movie, and I swear to God, like, if you... They were just written as one block of text, and they split them between the two of them. Like, you get a joke. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, they keep finishing each other's sentences right. constantly. It's, it's yeah. really annoying. Because, like, they don't it's have really any annoying. distinguishing characteristics yeah. anymore, really. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe the more hot-headed stuff goes to Poe or something. Right. But, but other than that, they're indistinguishable. It's, like, mm-hmm. underserved all of its, like, representational yep. yeah. characters. Yeah. And, this is what I'm getting back to what Slade's talking about, and then I'll shut up. Um, how, like, when you try to set up this kind of narrative, like these progressive, social mm-hmm. justice, warrior-y, if you want to use that term, narratives, they collapse in on themselves because, like, eventually you can't go and keep this up. Like, mm-hmm. you can't have a character like Ray just be overpowered all the time and not face any challenges and have, like, a good story. So eventually something else, like, seeps in. Because, yeah. like, basically what they decided to seep in with her was the Palpatine lineage stuff, which is stupid. Yeah. But also, like, her relationship with Kylo. God, we didn't even touch on the Palpatine lineage Oh, my God. That's, that, yeah, we that's can cycle back. Topic. We can cycle but, back. But, like, her Keep relationship going, with Kylo is the only thing that, like, is somewhat interesting to go on, sure. which is actually problematic with the kind of progressive yep. thing that they want to tell. Yeah. So it all eats itself at some point. Well, if you're being performatively, like, woke, if you're just being natural with it, then I feel like that'll, <laughs> like you said, just kind of come naturally. But if you're trying to make a show of it, then it's like, oh, shit, like, we can't ever be in a relationship with a man. Hey, that's... by the way, Fast and Furious. <laughs> right there you, go. you have a template right there hollywood and you refuse yeah. to use it um so anyway i'll get off my, my soapbox so yeah that's my thing and I, i'm not trying to say that like this will go back to our conversation yeah um where it's like this is I, the conversation i'm referencing is a text message conversation we had earlier in the week um it is part of our cultural narrative I don't want to dismiss that because yeah. like I grew up on Star Wars the same way everyone else who loves movies in 2019 grew up on Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. about the only place where I feel like I can agree with people is the original trilogy now. Yeah. Um I think we're we've all accepted that. I think people are starting to come around on the prequels, which is nice because yeah. I I like yeah. all three of them yeah. quite yeah. a bit. Um but I think people are having a hard time accepting that it's kind of shifted to Marvel movies. Um, now, yeah, this is like the dying throws right now. Yeah. Now, it's a little bit Disney's fault because they also tried to resurrect it and trot it back out for this. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I do think that, you know, we see like in however many years, like the 40 years after the Marvel movies come have come out Mm -hmm. they will be looked on as part of our our cultural identity the same way star wars Mm -hmm. has been yeah yeah Um, and i think in a lot of ways a lot of that stuff has transferred over to the marvel movies and so we're it's just going to change and i don't think that there's anything wrong with that and i don't i don't want to come off as like 
uh, liking Star Wars is not an identity mm-hmm. type of person because I think that's really dismissive and mean. Um, mm-hmm. Although I've totally sent Missy liking the office. I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> is, 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 but it's like. It's, it's my only personality trait. Yeah. <laughs> it's, the but it's not. <laughs> it's not. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. You're a really good bitch. <laughs> <laughs> is that the old man wow. Of the <laughs> oh, wow. God. Um, <laughs> that was too easy. When uh, Facebook bio. <laughs> <laughs> like the office and I'm a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> anyway no it's it's uh, you know i i do think that is really dismissive and i only sent it to missy because we're friends like, uh-huh. um it's okay i only cried five minutes about it, it to me. <laughs> <laughs> only five i'm a woman sorry what <laughs> <laughs> sorry i'm not ready to keep going <laughs> you're pretty sexist apparently <laughs> um anyway so i don't want to like dismiss that out of hand because i know there are people who love this thing and there's there are people in the fandom who do a lot of really good work, I mm-hmm. think. Like, the 501st, their whole deal, I really love. Mm-hmm. Um, there's even, like, a group of people who were really, really vocal about how much they disliked The Rise of Skywalker. They rose, they raised, like, almost $30,000 for Adam Driver's charity. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's awesome. great. Like, I think that's awesome. And now, that's not what you're hearing about in the media. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. I heard about it because I followed someone who was part of that on Twitter, mm-hmm. I did not realize I followed this person at all. Nice. Uh, and that's kind of how I found out about it. Yeah. Um, so I don't like, it's this weird thing where I don't want to dismiss the fandom out of hand because there are good people in it and there are people who love it and there are people who love it. I don't want to say rightly, but mm. just like there's this weird, like, there's just this weird, like, you love it or you hate it and yeah. those are the only two options. And like, it's permeated our culture in other ways but man has it mm-hmm. really seeped into the star wars movies yeah and like it's that's where i get frustrated where i'm just like i can like it like it's okay for me to just like it and yeah. like like things about it and not like other things about oh, it. oh for sure yeah and yeah, like, yeah totally. it, it's not like it's it's okay for it to be not just one thing and no one's interested in having that conversation it yeah. seems like but i guess where i'm coming from is it's also okay to hate it and love it too you know yeah, I, yeah. I hate yeah. It, yeah. It, it or love it as well and there's and there are people who are not wrong for doing well i think people like the last year okay but anyway <laughs> like the people who are not wrong for um yeah hating it vehemently or loving it you know extremely as well absolutely because i know people who hate just kind of all star wars except the last jedi and like they're allowed to do that right yeah that's fair the the the, just the way like that you treat other people for doing that is oh yeah on the whole pretty bad not you specifically no but but But, some some people are passionate about it in the wrong way yeah Yeah. and i've seen it on both sides of this yes exactly i mean there's been a lot of bad faith accusations on both sides of this discussion which that's what yes yeah Yeah. because i feel like i got lumped in for example with some of those people who act in bad faith about this Mm -hmm. stuff so i take some of this personally when people are like yeah, like, you guys, like, you just hate it because, like, you didn't like Rose or whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah, there were people yeah. who went and bullied Kelly Marie Tran and stuff like that. Yeah. But he's like, yeah. no, I didn't like Rose because I thought she was a crappy lecturing character. Yeah. But you know what? I also I also wanted them to do her better in this movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know? Because exactly. that ticked me off, too. I saw some quote from JJ that was like, you know, J- uh, Ryan Johnson gave me many wonderful things. But maybe most wonderful of all was Kelly Marie. I mean, like, okay, you go and you take that quote and you know it's total bullshit. Yeah. yeah. you don't yeah. watch this movie... <laughs> And, and like you know what, I don't. I don't believe I, that. That's no, that's not no even. Yeah. Like, no yeah. you're not no. telling the truth, man. Yeah. Like that's it's, PRBS. It's funny mm-hmm. because I think the people, and I think honestly, I think Rose weirdly is has become the litmus test litmus test for the people who love or hate the, these things mm-hmm. correctly or wrongly. Right. Mm-hmm. Because 
I think that everyone who loves or hate or who who didn't like the Last Jedi, or who didn't like Rose in the Last Jedi, what am I trying to say? Who didn't like Rose in the Last mm-hmm. Jedi wanted to see JJ do something more with her. Like I think that any any logical, reasonable adult person would be like, that character has been introduced, therefore she should be in the next one right. because yeah. she's been introduced. Yep. And also, I want them to do like there's there's a, an opportunity to do something better with her. Right. Yeah. Like you, that character isn't just like dead on the vine because she was like bad in one of these. Right. Yeah. Well, and that's the reason you know why I mean? JJ goes and brings this brings in this cavalcade of new characters in this movie, like mm-hmm. Jana or Zori or yeah. whatever. Like Rose should be there. You yeah. Know? yeah. I mean, like should, they, they're taking should, valuable yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. Away from mm-hmm. her. Anyway, I'm gonna get off and let other people talk. <laughs> and the 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 uh, I'll get off and let other people talk. The the <laughs> thing I sent to our group chat today is like. The Asian girl had to stay behind because she had to study. Mm-hmm. I know that was in the pitch meeting video that Screen Rant did, yeah. but I had that thought when it happened in the theater. I was like, "Are you? What? Yeah, we're just okay with this." Mm-hmm. I was like, "That Asian character literally said she couldn't go on an adventure because she had to study." Yeah, yeah. schematics of Star Destroyers. What? Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> crazy. Yeah. All right, Corey or Missy, talk. One of one of you guys talk, please. <laughs> go for it, Corey. Uh, so much. Stuff said, Mike, I get where you're coming from on sharing all that stuff. And yeah, like it definitely. And MJ, I get what you're saying too. Like just, it feels hard to be, to have, like to have conversations about Star Wars because people feel so diametrically opposed right now. And, and yeah, and that's hard. And so it's hard to just have these conversations and like, you know, we, on this podcast, like the, the history, the legacy of this podcast has really been like, you know, watching films and like learning like how to appreciate them better and like to learn about like, you know, like, you know, we talk about like watching movies better. And so like, aside from all the like the fandom and stuff, it's like I come to these movies more from, I mean, like I grew up with Star Wars, just like you guys, like we're talking about, like, you know, I, I love the original trilogy and like, you know, I have mixed feelings about the prequels, but like, you know, I, Corey I really loves Attack of the Clones, though. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> but I do like Revenge of the Sith. I will, everyone. I will go to bat yeah. for Revenge of the Sith. So, sure. but, but like, it, and like it said, you there can be nuance. You know, it's like you don't. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be. I hate everything. I love everything. But I came to this trilogy really hoping for like I didn't want to rehash of everything mm-hmm. but i wanted a well-told story and it's sad that we live in a culture now where i feel like that's like that might be like a little bit of like why people are you know incited and angry whichever direction but it doesn't seem like that's like the focal point it just seems like either like people want a certain agenda pushed or they want things to be exactly the way that they used to be or whatever and it doesn't seem like people really care about good storytelling. When I talk to people, when I sit down and like I try to have these logical conversations about like, okay, like I get that you didn't like it or I get that you loved it. Let's talk about some of the, for me, I see like storytelling inconsistencies. I feel like I find it <laughs> very rare to find people who will acknowledge regardless of what side they're sitting on. It's like, oh, you make a good point about like, from a, t- a storytelling perspective, like even if mm-hmm. I liked the movie or I didn't like the movie. And that's, that's like the biggest problem I have with this trilogy. And, and again, I don't know if this is just a reflection on our culture where it's just like the value of storytelling of 
telling one story with cohesive themes and characters that actually grow and have an arc like if just people don't care about that if they just want to hear their thing or they want to see their particular thing and yeah like this trilogy suffered for that even mm-hmm. regardless whatever direction they went like if if it had been fully in JJ's control if it had been fully in Ryan Johnson's control I feel like we would have gotten a better trilogy because there would have been a yeah. there would have mm-hmm. been a complete vision of something. There would have been a complete story, regardless if like, you know, whatever narrative or agenda, or even if it was more of a rehash of the original trilogy or whatever, or it was like a, you know, a kickback to the prequels or whatever. But I feel like we would have had something more complete. And so mm-hmm. it's frustrating for me to be in the Star Wars conversations with people because people seem to be so blinded to just like okay guys like that that you know like whatever it just doesn't these aren't like good stories this isn't a cohesive no. <laughs> story right. yeah there's things i like about this new trilogy i i remember us talking on the podcast i thought kylo ren was a really interesting character mm-hmm. but i like adam driver i and yeah and he's great he gives i think some of the strongest performances in this trilogy but like mm-hmm. There's so much of, like, I mentioned, I feel like the script underserves so many people. Yeah. And so Dude. I like I like Kylo Ren to a certain degree. I don't right. love, like, they really did not stick the landing. Like, the last no. 30 minutes of this film is really hard for me to watch. I sat in the theater, and I was just like, oh, my gosh, just make it stop. Because just everything <laughs> yeah. was the worst possible way it could have ended. Like, yeah. I know they brought the Emperor back, but just his whole confrontation with her and like with Ray and Palpatine and just even how Kylo was used in that, like they botched his redemption, I feel like, Mm -hmm. and just all the stuff with the, the first order and everything. But again, I know there's personal preferences. Some people like, I don't really like Kylo, but I wanted a good story. (laughs) I wanted a coherent story. If you don't want to use Kylo, that's fine. If you like, you know, if you really don't care about Ray, that's fine. Or like, if you want to use these, you know, the legacy characters in a certain way, but because, the whole trilogy was so ununified. It just, I, I just come to this point of like, you know, and we'll see how time treats this trilogy, but it's hard for me to look at this trilogy right now and see like, what are the overarching themes? What are like yeah. the character, what are the character arcs? Like I was joking, you, you I was can be, talking. You can be anybody. Oh, but you can't. But you can't. Sorry, sorry, go ahead. Kill the, kill the past, let it die. You know, like I, so mm-hmm. I, I look at this and I was having a conversation with someone the other day about this and I was like, what are the discernible character arcs in Rise of Skywalker? And then you can even <laughs> blow that out back to the whole trilogy and it's like, what are what is Ray's character arc? Yeah. I like well, Ray I like so, Ray as a character and I know there's a little bit of it, but even the same thing with Kylo. I like Kylo. I think he has probably the most defined character arc because I think sure. in The Last Jedi that was one of the only things that Ryan Johnson kept from JJ. And so mm-hmm. it's a little bit more of a through line, but it's hard for me to see what are themes and characters like, you know, Rose got completely sidelined and like, I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't love her character in the last Jedi, but that shouldn't have happened. Like we were talking about. And again, that's like love or hate them. There is such a lack <laughs> of 
just basic storytelling principles. You introduce this character, do something with, like even just stuff mm-hmm. like I don't like Hux. I thought he was a stupid character. I thought oh it was stupid. God, what they, but, they but then it's just like it's literally it's like I'm the traitor, and then it's like the next scene he gets it's killed, kill and it's just like or you know it's the same thing with Ryan Johnson where it's just like I don't like Phasma. Okay, I'll bring her in, and then I'll just kill her in the Last Jedi. I don't like Snoke. I'll just go and kill her. Yeah, use a puppet or something the whole time. Or so so that's so that's kind of like my whole soapbox for this trilogy i don't i don't outright hate them i don't love them i just think the lack of creative direction has really caused this trilogy to suffer and i hope disney sees this and whatever the next star wars films they proceed with i hope they change (laughs) Because, I mean, this was, I mean, we all, you know, filmmaking is a process. You try things, you learn, you grow. But it's like, like MJ that you've mentioned, there's, there's templates out there in Hollywood for big budget films of like how to tell coherent stories and to just own all of your franchise. And so it just, this was so mishandled and it's to the detriment of all these interesting characters and themes that these both directors tried to bring up, but then like they never actually like fully got to come to fruition. Yep. Mm-hmm. Miss, yeah. Missy. Yeah. Well, I think Corey, you brought up a lot of good points. Yeah, and, totally. Um, I, Oh God, what is it? You said something and I was like, yes, <laughs> totally with that. <laughs> um, I, oh, I think you, you had said something about how like people either want something like really new and kind of bold or, or something that's exactly the same. And mm-hmm. I think, I think we've talked about it on this podcast before with, with certain things, how they're just kind of getting rewashed and redone. It's why we see so many of these like revampings of stories that we've had like 20 years ago, where we're seeing more sequels and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. and honestly, like when I walked out of Rise of Star Wars, I said, I felt nothing, but I forgot, <laughs> whatever it's called, Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah, no, that's correct. Uh, <laughs> Like, one thing that I did think as I was like, they Sonic the Hedgehogged it, where it's we got something weird and people freaked out and you're like, well, just kidding. All right, we're not going to stick with this, like, thing that we thought at one point was really cool and creative, even objectively Sonic looked like a monster. But yeah, yeah. they they went and changed it because of public opinion, because public opinion rules, and that's what we're going to do. And so this doesn't feel like a trilogy. It feels like three separate movies that were kind of trying to do weird things and then recorrect for the ones that they didn't like. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's like... So it's it's weird, even as we keep saying like, oh, this is the third trilogy that's occurred. It's not a trilogy. Like, there's nothing no. unifying yeah. about this yeah, except for these characters happen to have the same name because they're not even the same characters. No, for the I most know. Part like, if you go, if you go and track like Poe's development from right. Force Awakens to oh, Last God. Jedi, it's like, what the heck? Like, who is this like <laughs> yeah. toxic yeah, male character? But then he's like kind of back to where he was, kind yeah. of, but trying to incorporate what was going on in the last. It was just yeah. they're all at odds with each other. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah, I mean, there's there's real weird character decisions in this one, like mm-hmm. the Huck stuff. Uh, Dude, <laughs> I so okay, so I read all the leaks, which I don't yeah, usually yeah. do, mm-hmm. but I kind of don't care about these movies, like these specific ones, right? Right. So I decided to do a science and uh, read the leaks because I hadn't for the other two, just mm-hmm. to see like how it would affect my. I think it might have been why I enjoyed the oh. second act uh, a little bit more, but. It when I read the Hux was a spy the whole time thing, I was very glad I was alone because <laughs> it made me laugh so hard. Yeah. yeah, it made me laugh so hard. And like, it it I didn't just, play any better in the movie. Did, either. No, <laughs> I was like, that's the dumbest thing because he wanted Kylo to lose. Yeah, like, you're, you're, you're going to be treated like a war criminal. So you know yeah. that, right? Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, that and then when I read, I read the words Empress Palpatine, and then uh, I took a selfie and sent it to Mike because yeah. I had to document my face. It was <laughs> bonkers. What the hell? Yeah, that that right there, man. Like, who is the person that he procreated with? Uh, I mean, there's yeah. so many things I don't want to think about with Palpatine. Right and it had to been semi recent because she's not that old. Yeah. All of these thoughts were yep. occurring to me as I was watching it, and I was like, ooh. Hey, no, you know what? In defense of that, you know there are these people, like, there are all kinds of women who, like, write letters to serial killers who are in prison and <laughs> want to marry them. Freaking Charles Manson got married when in his, in his 70s. That's exactly what I want to think uh, about in a mythological space fantasy series. Yeah. Remember when a bunch of people did that to Scott Peterson? He literally murdered yeah, his yeah, wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. This, this, but, but, like... But, but this is this is the problem where Ryan Johnson like decided she's nobody. Um, yeah. You know, after JJ, I think had a plan to make her related to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but then I think that he was gonna make her a Skywalker um, or something like that. Yeah. And then Ryan Johnson was like, she's nobody. Well, her parents are nobodies. Yeah. And that gave him some wiggle room to well. Okay, I'm bringing. I have to bring back a new main villain. Mm-hmm. I can't go make up a new main villain to cap off nine movies. Yeah. yeah. So I got to go and bring back Palpatine, and she's still wondering who her parents are, and her parents. She could conceivably have a grandparent who's someone. Right. So then it just logically like ends up. Okay, this is what we're gonna do now. Yeah. Like, and this will get the people who talk about her being Mary Sue and having powers that are unexplained to shut up because now she's got. Palpatine oh, dark yeah. side yeah. something, you know. Unnatural abilities. Right, okay. right, <laughs> right. Um, but it's just it's just dumb. Like it makes it makes me wonder like so many things about like well I mean if Palp- Palpatine was like afraid that if like Skywalker could like rise up and kill him mm-hmm. or the Jedi would like rise up, but then he doesn't keep track of his own family? What? Yeah, yeah that doesn't make I sense. Like, uh, like oh uh, yeah, I mean all this like all those cinema sin stuff like yeah. just so many questions that come from this, but it, I mean and then it's kind of used in service of well it doesn't really matter like if you descend from a bad guy you can still be a good person kind of thing right. but that's not an original concept we just dealt with it in the original trilogy yeah. it was called Luke Skywalker and mm-hmm. his father Darth and Vader. also Mike if you are watching these <laughs> as a trilogy I know the directors are like we have different visions but coming right. off the heels of the last Jedi mm-hmm. wh- like what does that say it's just like it's a complete 180 yeah. so it's like what so yeah yeah and again well, and, and, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. No, you no, you go. Uh, well, it goes and betrays some of what people felt like the eighth movie was about, which is like well, the democratization of the force. Anyone exactly. can be a hero exactly. and all that stuff. And, I mean, somebody on Twitter just went and posted like, I I was old enough to remember when this happened and have like a book from a kid's like story about Ray, and it's mm-hmm. like it doesn't matter if you're nobody, you can be an anybody. Like you know, for like young girls to read. Yeah. Well, guess what? Like a year later, they went and contradicted. Yeah. It that, does matter. Know? Yeah. <laughs> well, except what Finn might be force sensitive. It's like yeah. That's that's real dumb. That's real dumb. <laughs> it's real yeah. dumb. It like yes. no, yeah. I'm I'm on board with having other force users, but the way that right. like JJ kind of like teased that out a little bit. I'm just mm-hmm. like just either commit to it or not. That's another exactly. thing yes. I had with this film. It's just like if you're going to kill awesome someone, teasing. if you're going to do something, just commit to it. I, Have yes. consequences. 
Ugh. Yeah, with, with Chewie, the fake out death, like yeah. literally what? Maybe like three minutes later, <laughs> Dude, he's alive. So dumb. <laughs> Like, that was, like, a bold decision. Yeah. And then they walk it back. And that she did it with the lightning power. Dude, that it's like, I wanted him to be dead so bad. <laughs> well, and then for them to just do it with, like, some stupid sleight of hand. Well, there's another transport. You know? <laughs> it's like we literally like, saw the scene where the transport he got in took right, off. Where, so it's like, yeah. Right, where, where was this other transport, guys? <laughs> like, you know, and then like, oh, we're getting rid of C three PO memories. Oh, just kidding, they're back. Yeah. J K. Oh, Kylo got yeeted off a cliff. Oh no, he's alive. He's he's JK back. He's dead. Yeah. Oh, Ray's dead. Now nah, she's kidding. She's alive. You know, I mean, like this is like the movie's desperate attempt to like kind of eke some sort of emotion stakes, out of you yeah. in stakes. But then it, when it walks it back, it treats it all like a joke and. I, mean, I don't know what JJ's addiction is to this crap. He's in love with like super blood and like resurrections and all that kind of stuff. Because yeah. Into Darkness, Star Trek Into Darkness also had this problem right. where yeah. literally Kirk dies and within like 10 minutes he's brought back he's to life back. because yeah. he's con super blood or whatever. Oh, yeah. And like they try to wring emotion out of you and then they walk it back because they're not confident enough. It's like if Carrie Fisher hadn't actually died, they probably would have resurrected Leia too. Oh, they probably. would have because probably. she needs to be the hero of all this yeah. stuff. Um also, yeah. oh, her training, like the fact that it's like, oh, just kidding, she's been training as a Jedi. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, Which, yeah, that was... I talked was... to my sister about this. It's like maybe, and I think, MJ, you may have said this, if some of this stuff had been introduced earlier on and yeah. these were things yeah. that we had seen, yeah, I, we I'd be like, okay, I've been more yeah, I've, yeah, Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of decisions over these trilogies that aren't inherently that bad. No. But there's been no groundwork laid for them exactly. to be justified. And that's the frustrating part is like, I think there's a way with some fairly heavy editing <sighs> to make this trilogy work, but I think you need a trilogy before it or a TV yeah. show or something because I think there are certain things that, like, as stupid as bringing Palpatine back is, mm -hmm. now other people can correct me on this, it's not the first time Star Wars has done something this dumb. They brought right. back Darth Maul in Clone Wars or something. Yeah, and they brought back Palpatine in the extended universe this, that they yeah. canceled oh, out. Mm -hmm. So yeah. yeah. Um and by all accounts, like people were kinda on board with how they brought back Darth Maul. Like they were at first they were like, That's kinda stupid. Mm -hmm. And then like what they did with him either justified it or the way they explained it was better or something. So there's a way to do it. There's a blueprint for how to do it, but they just like were under the gun. Yeah, they're out of time. To do it. Yeah, maybe I guess if it if it had been hinted like at in the seventh movie or the eighth, I think it would have been more acceptable. More palpatineable. I, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they didn't. Like, there's so much stuff. That like if they had done this a couple movies ago, I mean this movie I think could have been three movies in itself. It, yeah, uh, it, it could have been making up for an entire trilogy. Yeah, and I it would have been more okay with it. It I would have actually been kind of interesting. I think, right? Sure. Yeah, um, it would have been. I mean, I I always have problems with them bringing back dead people because I think once you go and cross that threshold yeah. and you bring back people that you've like pretty clearly indicated are dead. Mm -hmm. Uh, then it just like totally kills my suspense or interest for anything else possibly yeah, yep. being have dead. You, have you seen Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? No, I haven't. So yes. there's like a thing that happens in that movie where Robert Downey Jr.'s character goes through a situation in the climax that definitely should end with him being dead. Yeah. And he's narrating the movie because it's like a film noir or whatever. And so then it cuts to them in the hospital and he was like, I know, I hate it when this happens to you. Or it's like, 
the movie kills some the movie the person goes the protagonist goes through something that should have killed him but he's alive in the hospital at the <laughs> end and he was like but this is what happened he was like but yeah while we're at it let's just bring back and he starts bringing like everyone who's died over the course of the movie starts walking into his hospital room including like abraham lincoln just comes in at one point <laughs> it's pretty great that's pretty good actually yeah yeah um also you gotta see kiss kiss bang, bang. i know yeah I, I really do i do like shane black um so there's just like things like that um you know i think that hinting that leia was a jedi would have been neat if they had done yeah. it in the force if they awakens had done it yeah. earlier mm-hmm. right but then like as cool as this idea may be then why is she sending ray or anyone out to go and find luke skywalker if she's clearly an accomplished if jedi she's herself capable of a jedi master to do she's it she's generaling to do uh, no <laughs> okay that's, i have that's I, I have i have a question like kind of macro again I, as i was sitting right. there watching this movie happen to me i and and just afterwards <laughs> process processing Passively taken. why okay this is its own trilogy why is there a reason that it had to culminate and be like you know because all the all the marketing and stuff of like this is the end of this trilogy but it also wraps up the whole skywalker saga if they hadn't right. planned that like why why did that have to be an element in this? Because I think that's another reason that the movie like buckles under the weight of everything it has to do. Because when you add the whole layer of like now it has to wrap up three trilogies. Yeah. Like does anyone like have you thought about that? I, Just like like why why is that a piece of this? The when Force Awakens came out, and even Last Jedi, to my knowledge, this trilogy like this whole idea of like this trilogy wrapping up all of the movies, it I don't think it was in play. Right. Oh, yeah. They didn't start using the Skywalker saga as a term, really, until this marketing this movie. Yeah. Do you think this was um, a PR move to try to get goodwill with people? or like? Yes. Yeah, so I think it was a PR move to like get lapsed fans who were yeah. kind of burned feeling after the last movie to come back to it. I also think it's a deliberate ploy, which is not ploy. It's a deliberate decision that they're going to end the Skywalker stuff with this. Because these movies aren't doing well in China. And they go and do polls of people in China to say, like, hey, why don't you like these movies? Because they've been struggling to go and introduce this stuff. Like, mm. I think, like, Force Awakens opened with, like, 80 million or 100 million in China. And now it's, like, down to 10 million with wow. this movie. Wow. So they're not doing well. And Chinese audiences, they didn't grow up with the original trilogy. They mm. have no nostalgia mm. to any of those old characters. And some of them kind of are familiar with the prequels. But they're going into this movie, and they're like, who are these people? Who's yeah. this old dude? Like, Force Awakens, <laughs> she's handing off a lightsaber to this old guy. Why do they care about him? They have no attachment yeah. to these people. So this is a deliberate decision. They don't. They want to break free of this old stuff. Um, and this is their way of kind of drumming up support the domestic audience, but it's also their way of kind of deciding unilaterally as a business to go and close shop on using these old characters. Mike, well, well gonna, yeah, go to if, appeal to China. If, if that is such a big priority to Disney, didn't Ryan Johnson like kick open the door for that with last Jedi? Like the, if, <laughs> if they had yeah. kept going yeah. down the path, yeah. if this, if this is the philosophy that's going on right. through their minds and they're like, okay, like this is. This is what we're thinking. And if that's the rhetoric, if that's the narrative, then why mm. why not lean into The Last Jedi? Again, do you think that's like reaction to fans? Like Because they wanna they wanna like make it up to fans one last time, the hardcore people, mm. and be and like kinda give them a better send off than what people perceive maybe The Last Jedi sent them off with. 
and and like satisfy them and be like, okay, shut up. We gave you like a good conclusion to these people. Now we can move on. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it was. Like a realization that but this did- is like a half measure. <laughs> <laughs> but did they? Was it? A- uh, no. Well, and see, that's the thing to me is that like everyone's saying like, oh, this movie's like fan service. And I'm like, this is not really the fan service I wanted, guys. No. Like at all. It's like it's- fan fiction fan service. I've seen kind of a lot of people who are like, that was a good Star Wars movie because it oh, hated The Last of... Jedi. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I was like, no! That's not, that's a good... not how this that's, works! Yeah. That's not like a valid reason. I've seen no. a lot of longtime Star Wars fans who love this. They're like, this corrected everything yeah. that I needed. Why? Why? Just yeah. by giving us, like, that ending again, which was so hard for me to watch, just when they're just like, hey, see the nostalgia. Feel the nostalgia. When, like, she's there and, like, Wait, fighting Palpatine, and he's like, do it! And then just, yeah. like, the doors open up, and you see the sky scene, and it's like, hey, remember this? This is, like, Return of the Jedi. Do you remember this? And do you, yeah. uh, like, it just, it was, uh yeah. I just, it was like, no, this is terrible. This is, mm. Why? Why are we, like, this isn't the nostalgia I want. (laughs) Sure. Uh, You know, you're talking about, like, what's the theme of all of this? What's the theme of these movies? And, like, I go and compare Return of the Jedi to this and, Mm -hmm. like, how it ends, which is, like, the main hero goes and throws down his lightsaber. He goes and puts his trust in his father to help him, and his father finds the compassion to go and save him and kill the bad guy that way. Yeah. And then you go and contrast that ending with Ray gets one lightsaber and blocks it, but it's not enough. But then she gets two lightsabers. <laughs> well, then, after she enters the Avatar state. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sort of. It's like, like not even visually that well represented. It didn't <laughs> even like ape Return of the Jedi correctly. Like, no. If, if right. you did that, it's like, like I said, they botched Kylo's redemption. Like he yeah. should oh, like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Oh, no, no, like that's the hilarious thing is that like. He goes and like beats up the Knights of Ren, who are just total joke people. Yeah, apparently. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like after all that be- all that build up, it's just like they get owned, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then like they go and be- so this big dramatic like they're standing side by side with like lightsabers. Then Palpatine goes and sucks the life out of them, and then he flicks Kylo off. And yeah. Like, Wait, that that wait that was it? That was that was his contribution to the final battle? That's his arc. Okay. Yeah. But but here's the thing is that they've gotten so invested in like this. Ray doesn't need the help from anybody because right. she's a strong and independent female. Kind of, yeah, I know. Which is funny because because yeah. that's that gets back to my thing, which is mm-hmm. that they can't tell a good story without having to violate that eventually. Like yeah. people need help of other people. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah but they're male or female, but, it doesn't matter. Right. Because uh, her dying and getting resurrected was all part of the reshoots. That was not part of the original cut of the movie. Mm, uh, she was like alive and he had been yeeted off a cliff and he didn't come back. <laughs> Um, it, was, it was a big joke on Reddit. Yeah. He, like, yeah. he was like, "Never to be seen again." It's like what people oh, no. like kept on saying like throughout that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, he goes and shows up, and then he doesn't help at all, and then he dies, and that's like super unsatisfying. I know. Like, you, Missy, like, the, and 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 Corey, like, mm-hmm. it's not satisfying to go and like see that happen because it doesn't complete his redemption. Especially, really. especially after like I think the 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 scene for me in this film that caught me off guard and I was like okay like I'm a little bit more on board with Kylo's redemption was the whole scene with Han and I was like surprised I was like oh they got Harrison Ford and mm. I was like that was setting up for me it's like okay like you gave us some time to breathe like I like kind of the play of like redoing some of the conversation from the Force Awakens and like I, I liked that, and I was like, okay, like, what are you going to do with this in the final battle? And so then to see him, like, compl- like just thrown off the cliff, and, like, it doesn't yeah. feel, like, uh, yeah, it just felt very unsatisfying, like you were saying. It's like, that doesn't feel like redemption. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, oh, man, that scene with Han was frustrating because 
actually really liked it. It might be the dead dad thing, mm. but like mm-hmm. I really liked the conversation they had. Yeah, I, I, thought, could, I yeah. thought Harrison Ford was awesome. Yeah, in I that thought scene. that was great. It was yeah. surprising. It was great to bring someone back. Yeah, I, it, the, it was that. the only piece of fan service that worked for me sure. when he said, "I know." I was like, "Oh, oh that's really yeah. like that was great." Yeah, and uh, but I had read the leaks, so I knew where it was oh, going, and I was yeah. like, "Ah, yeah, damn it." Yeah. <laughs> Because I was like, wow, this has potential. I honestly thought, like, when, you know, he was going to have this thing, I was like, oh, it's going to be Luke. And so to yeah. see Han, I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. But then it's just like, it doesn't matter because they completely dropped the ball <laughs> in the last yeah. act. And it's like, it should have been him. And then I even have a philosophical problem with, we we haven't talked to this, but I guess we'll just go there, with the title of this film, the Rise yeah. of Skywalker, <laughs> yeah. because, because it doesn't make sense. Because it doesn't make sense, and I I feel like there could have been a stronger ending. And I know this doesn't work because, like you're saying, Mike, it kind of undercuts this kind of theme they've been trying to have with Ray. But like, there is technically no Skywalkers left. Ben is the yeah. closest to the Skywalker line, and so like in my mind, it makes sense logically. For him to be the one, like, he and Ray work together, yeah. but, like, it should ultimately be him who mm-hmm. kills Palpatine, like, sacrifices his mm-hmm. life, and it's like, like, he is the last Skywalker, or he should have survived to be the person to carry on. I mean, he can't yes. survive because it's, like, the way that they've written him, it's like, they wrote themselves into a corner, like, he needs to be redeemed yeah. and die. But, like, right. it, but if you're going off of the title, it's like, he is technically the kind of like only like by a loophole Skywalker left. And then, right. so I didn't, I thought the film botched his redemption. The, the thing with Palpatine was super stupid. Like, I know mm. they were like, throw all the fan service at Ray. She can channel all the Jedi and we'll just get everyone's yeah. voices and it'll be fun. And people will like, it. And it's like, you hear that? It's Hayden Christensen, Samuel Jackson, but yeah. like <laughs> Freddie Prince Jr. Yep. But, <laughs> But then when we get to that final scene, which I was like, oh my gosh, that was when she goes back to Tatooine and like the whole thing, that didn't, and it still doesn't sit well with me about the whole name thing about her taking, because it's like, how long did you know Luke? And like, you guys didn't have a good relationship. No, not at all. Until that pep talk. (laughs) And especially coming off the last Jedi, it's like, it doesn't. It it didn't feel right to me, and it, no, and it I know earned. she was looking for her family, and again, I feel like this trilogy has underserviced Ray, where it's like I think oh, she totally. has interesting things, but because JJ set it up and held the parents as like the mystery box and her lineage yes. and all that, but like it literally like we don't find out really who she is start to until this film. So like halfway yeah. through this, and so it, and, and uh, the contrasting tones of like her family and her lineage is important. It's a big thing that drives her in Force Awakens, and then in Last Jedi, it's like, well, screw that. It doesn't really matter. You can be whoever you want to be. And then for this film to kind of pull us back to like, well, your lineage is important because you're a Palpatine, and so now you have to like wrestle with that, and like n- that defines you, but it kind of doesn't define you. So it's like kind of <laughs> yeah. back to Last Jedi, it, it, and so then you get to this moment that's supposed to be so impactful and whatever and she's gonna take the skywalker name and it just it it doesn't play well 
I, I, I sat there no. watching it and I was like, okay, I know what they're going for. Like, this is supposed to be like the big passing the torch and like mm-hmm. she's going to rise up and be the next Skywalker. But I'm like, it doesn't, it doesn't work for me. It doesn't, right. it doesn't, no, it wasn't earned. It doesn't, it logically right. it does not make sense to me. So like, yeah. if she had been closer with Leia, maybe, but they barely showed that in this, like they right. barely just started that. It's it's been the complaint with a lot of this. You can't like introduce something in this film and then try to make us care yeah. about it in yep. 15 minutes. Like yep. it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, this is, I think this goes back to like my whole thing. This, d- I don't know if I talked about this on the Irishman episode. I don't know if I, I don't know why it would have come up. Anyway, I, I've been really frustrated with like, franchise filmmaking this year mm. in particular because like Endgame was three hours long and this was <laughs> yeah. two and a half and like I'm like it chapter two is 25 hours long <laughs> <laughs> it, like if you're I I am of the opinion that if you're ending your franchise or your trilogy or your story or whatever it should take no more than two hours because mm. there's no room for exposition in this. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. No, it's Everything all, should already be set up. Yeah. It's yes. climax and ending. Yeah. That's what the third yep. movie is supposed to be, yeah. or the final movie, or whatever the hell you're gonna call it. Yes. Like it needs to be. It needs to be like a smash and grab, mm-hmm. like thing. Which yeah. is, I mean, I know this movie is kind of that, mm. but it's like a lot. Yeah. And this, like, there's no reason for it to be a lot because we shouldn't be getting any new information in this movie. And it's also the same problem I have with Endgame. It's less so in Endgame. Uh, there's not like a ton of new information, but it's just like we should have ha- been at the point to fight Thanos and undo this mm-hmm. at the beginning of Endgame. Yeah, uh, I actually agree with that. And like it's it's I mean it's my problem with and this is uh, uh, man I was gonna get a lot of hate. Just do I'm it. Just it anyway. do it. Do it. I, I, it's my it's, I have the same problem with Return of the King. Like it's just too that movie's too <laughs> damn long. Yeah. Uh, well, see, I feel like Return of the King actually kind of does what you're done. What you're talking about. It does. It is closer a, to that. Yeah, closer. It, yeah. yeah, it's closer I, yeah, to that. Agree. It's it is all like climax and falling action. It's yeah. just a lot of right, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a little too much of it. It doesn't yeah, need to be. Yeah. It everything. Yeah, it, it fails the time limit portion of yes. your, yes. your discussion. Yes, yes, yes. It, it does succeed. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I do, I, good, good call on that yeah. for yeah. me to clarify that. Like yeah. it, does, it does do that and it does it well. And I like that movie still. Because yeah. I feel yeah. the same way. I think it's exhausting. It's exhausting. Yeah, there's a Especially lot. when you get to the billion endings. Okay. Yes, so. yeah. The billion that's... endings is the most exhausting part, but it <laughs> yeah. is just like a lot to begin with and it's like okay it's like i get it they're fighting right yeah like it's it's just like yeah they're, oh they're still fighting cool yeah i mean like let's I, see what I these hate... people are doing oh they're fighting yep oh, i don't like having the site like star wars to everything but like return the jedi kind of handled it right I like yeah you, you, yeah you have like that first yeah. 30 minutes That's 40 great. minutes in java and then and the rest bad. of it kind of really is the final battle basically mm-hmm. i mean yeah. you know, there's a little bit of stuff on end where they're setting up but sure. it's just to get troops for the final battle mostly yeah. you know yeah. and it feels like that's time well spent, and it moves pretty quick. Yeah. Um, it's not, like, really... I mean, Han and Leia's character arc have already kind of concluded, which some people complain about in Return of the Jedi, but mm-hmm. meh, I don't yeah. care so much. Um, like, Luke is really the only one that kind of, like, still following through at that point in the movie, and it, it's good. Like, I don't feel like it's setting up a whole new trilogy within yeah, itself, no, like, while I'm watching no. that movie. Hey, you know what else does that pretty good? Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. that's true. Hey, exactly. I, hey, I'll defend mm-hmm. Revenge of the Sith, but... Yeah. Darn right. Yeah, There's I mean, like... like no d- oh, sorry, Missy, you go. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Oh, well, it's, 
it's a horrible analogy, but okay, there's like a scene in Austin Powers when he's trying to get this cart out of this tiny hallway. <laughs> <laughs> and backwards yes, and forth, yeah. and backwards and forth. And that's what it feels like. Because yeah. like when we have to keep stopping and be like, ooh, here's some new exposition for some new characters that we're adding in these new plot ideas mm-hmm. that we're trying to make relevant to you so that you can maybe cry at the end? Or repentance mark. from the sins yeah. of the last Jedi. Right. Yeah. We're, we're Austin Powers in that cart, just like, mm, back up. All right now we're going forward a little bit, but we got to back up again. So that, that was my only comment. So go for it, Corey. <laughs> No, I mean, so I, I'm just curious, like, it sounds like, did the ending, like, all those elements, like, did, I, because I, like I've said, I know there's people who really love this movie and whatever, and so I've just been, like, trying to process them, like, how does, how do I, how do those things make sense to me, you know, of, like, her, her taking, her, I mean, her taking the name, like, that's, yeah. that's really the biggest Hurdle. The only people I've seen say that they love the movie are the people who say that they liked it, that they loved it because it was a middle finger to Ryan Johnson. Oh, okay. Those are the okay. only people who I've seen who have said that they loved the movie. Yeah. Well, I think it's they those people, it. and there's also there is a group of people who just like love Star Wars anything. That's true. Like, right. there's, you know, That's like true. I just love Star Wars, right. you know, and and like they're not critical about anything, and there's nothing wrong with that. Right. Not no, no, is, no. There's but... something wrong with that if they're not critical. About <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> that's maybe a personal bias. <laughs> but... Um. Well, yeah, though. The whole Ray Skywalker thing, all that is is just a meta thing, which mm-hmm. is just like, oh, we're paying homage to, you know, like Luke and Leia, basically. Right. It, but even though she doesn't really have a good relationship with either <laughs> of them, that's been right. supported by this movie. But mm-hmm. it's like, it, my problem, where I thought you were going to go with like your problem with franchise movies is like, MJ is um, like having to impute like a lot of outside feelings, like your own feelings about like this franchise. Like, I love this franchise into the movie itself to appreciate it or like it. That's what I felt like that was, which is like, mm-hmm. you like Luke and Leia, so you're totally cool with her, like, uh, being buddy-buddy <laughs> and taking their name, too, you yeah. know? Because, like, there's no real inside-the-movie reason. It's all no. outside feelings about, mm-hmm. like, I wanted yeah. her to be a Skywalker, so it's okay with me, you right. know, or something. Honestly, that moment, I don't know if it even felt like that. That felt like J.J. having his cake and eating it. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, it just, it felt like... It felt like it was like I wanted her. I wanted her to be a Skywalker. JJ. Yeah. I JJ Abrams wanted and her to be a Skywalker. Yeah. Therefore, she will be. Yeah. And he's like, like and I'm seemed... gonna do it this way, and I'm gonna have yeah, right. like my two, you know, my double sunset, and I'm gonna end my film like <laughs> yeah. this. Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. Because like we already had the double sunset ending in yeah. the last yeah. show with Luke yeah. fading. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like yeah, it really. You knew that twice now, yeah, guys. It was yeah. like so masturbatory. Well, and like yeah. I mean, Luke and Leia. I mean, Leia has no connection really to Tatooine except she was there for like seconds. Yeah, as, yeah. As, as a slave. <laughs> yes. But then, but then Luke hated being on Tatooine, right? And so did Anakin. Why is it like, romanticized? Like, like yeah, like this yeah. is not like some place that they liked being, and now they're being buried there yeah. metaphorically. Yeah, you know? he's like, like no, yeah, like <laughs> can't, can't you put like us on Naboo or something? <laughs> yeah, like I feel like the Force Ghost looked at Luke after they were done, and he was like, "Hey, fuck that place." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was. And like Anakin's like ghost comes up, it's like it's sand, man. Come sand. on, sand. sand. Yeah. That's she's my like, lightsaber. She's like, I. <laughs> I was literally a sex slave to yeah. a slug. Yeah. yeah why would I want to be that? What is this shit doing? <laughs> yeah. yeah that, but it's just, it's just some stupid meta thing, which is like, well, yeah. this is where Star Wars started. So nostalgia. this is where it ends. Yeah. <sighs> yep. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of that. Um, there is general. a lot of that. Holy moly. So. God. Yeah. I got so frustrated with like all the fan service, stupid stuff like the, 
there were two moments. There was a moment where I was like, oh, I'm done with this movie. Right. Like, immediately, which is when they were lightspeed skipping and they lightspeed skipped to Bespin. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I did not like that at all. <laughs> I was like, I'm done. Bye. Yeah. See you guys later. But, okay, that, like, this is just, that thing just continues a long line of, like, things. Not, like, the locale, but it's, like, the lightspeed skipping mm-hmm. and, um, like, the traveling through the unknown thing where you need, like, a compass to get through it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like they how they went in like hyperspace rammed in the last movie yeah, and then like and then like and then like Han like they flew the Falcon out of like a hangar in Force Awakens and they also like flew through like the shields like while the shields are apparently yeah. like refreshing or something mm. like that uh, excluding the Ryan Johnson one it's like part of a long line of J.J. Abrams like not giving a crap about like hyperspace or traveling or anything yeah. works like how things like how geography works at all mm-hmm. or anything because <laughs> um, like he did that in uh, Star Trek into darkness where Khan like literally has like a device that lets him teleport to like another planet, like the planet Klingon from earth, which is like, okay, if you have that technology, then why are there starships? Yeah. Like yeah. why do people need to go and carry themselves in big vessels to get there mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. way? And then he, in, in the original start, or not the original start, the Star Trek reboot. Oh yeah. nine. Um, he has Kirk go and teleport onto like a ship that's going through warp speed, oh, which yeah, is like yeah. some like newfangled technology too. He's constantly doing that stuff. Mm-hmm. It drives me nuts because like, it breaks the whole universe apart where yeah. everybody can just like do anything whenever they want, yeah. like all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know it's like stupid minor, like nerd, like, you know. Right. It, but it's not though. But it's, but not, it's like, not. If you're telling a story, again, yes. it goes back to storytelling. If you're telling a story right. and like whether it's characters or themes or whatever, you establish things, you make rules. So there's right. rules mm-hmm. for this story that you're telling. So if people just mm-hmm. automatically can just randomly do stuff or whatever at any point, it's like, well. Right. Well then, that's well, why am I? Why am I like watching this story? You know, yeah. like that. Right, like, like, why am I invested in any exactly. of like, the tension? They can just pull out whatever ass power they have at any given time. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, like yeah. you know, reviving people or whatever. Or like, like, why do we care about anything? Or teleporting objects between each other. Mm-hmm. You know, now. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. It not to bring up MJ's thing with the kids dying. <laughs> it's it, it reminds me of the same thing where like if you're not willing to kill a kid or hurt a kid in a movie and i think <laughs> it's like i don't take it as seriously because it's like it well in, in it it never felt that scary because you knew the kids weren't going to die and yeah it's like mm-hmm. if you know there's not going to be any consequences for actions then why do i really care am i invested in anything yep. yeah. because i know that you can just fix it if you want or if the fans are going to complain loud enough and that's what it's felt like so i don't think it's just like this nerdy thing yeah uh, it's like like it's you, just, it's just illustrative yeah. of like a problem, which is you're not adhering to rules. And mm-hmm. so why should I trust you about anything that you show me? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, it is dumb. Like that yeah. was, and that was, that was the part that it goes back to my in- initial thesis of it is like anytime it tried to be a Star Wars movie is real stupid. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was, it was such a bad Star Wars movie, but like as like a kind of, rollicking action adventure MacGuffin hunt that I like that section but yeah. I feel yeah. like it's it's hard I, I hear what you're saying MJ but it's hard to look at this film to take it away from Star Wars you can't but, divorce it you can't yeah. divorce it but even like even if it wasn't Star Wars it's it's a third film in a trilogy so even if mm-hmm. it's not Star Wars yeah. it's a third film so like yes it yeah it's rollicky you know, MacGuffin hunt time and whatever, but it's like all the other problems we've talked about. Like this can't no, yeah, be no, where there's all the exposition. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I could have seen this movie like with uh, some significant changes. Sure, starting yeah. off like a sequel trilogy. Yeah, in a way, and it would be kind of strong. Like, it yeah, would, it would it at least, would. yeah, it would at least. If this movie was the Force Awakens, be I would way be better. way more excited about oh, yeah. whatever the Last Jedi would be. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. With you know, yes, the significant changes like we're talking about. Yeah, right. I, think, I think it's a. I think maybe conceptually, it's a stronger starting point than Force Awakens was, which yeah. was just huh? the same shit, yeah. but again, yeah. yeah. Which is like where Star I, Wars, but make yeah. it Star Wars. <laughs> where I get like why you like this one. Like I mean, yeah, I don't yeah. you know. I don't like it, but I understand right. why sure. you do because right. at least it's like more interesting. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah, my my like at least like there was stuff happening that wasn't just like oh this is a complete retread of a movie yeah. Yeah. or something. Yes, but or like I completely hate it thematically, like I did the other one. You yeah, know, right. But that's yeah. that's my. I would argue. I mean, against. I feel like this movie has no identity. Like you're talking about no, like, it like thematically, no. like I don't know what this is. It's saying nothing. So that's why I'm like yeah. Last Jedi, at least from a thematic point, even if you disagree, sure. you don't like what, ha- at least I can like articulate what the themes are in that film. Oh, yeah. well, it's better as a movie. Yes. You know what I mean? Like yes. Last Jedi is like an a- actual film if I disagree with yes. it. Yes, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, well, it, I saw a tweet today that was like, The Force Awakens is about reigniting nostalgia and welcoming new fans into the fold the last jedi is about how nostalgia can be blinding and if you abandon it uh <laughs> you can propel a story forward and uh the rise of skywalker is about two and a half hours yeah <laughs> that, that is very true that is and i was like man yeah i got it in one <laughs> definitely um yeah it's uh, uh <clears throat> man so i like it i'll see it again but only because it it's you know what it reminds me of it reminds me of joker where mm-hmm. it like it gave me the feeling of being entertained mm-hmm. even though there's nothing even like though it's a one. nothing movie yeah. mm-hmm. um it's uh it was like enough for me to be like i didn't hate that like i had fun watching yeah. some of that <laughs> and it's which is like the mildest praise I yes on the movie like and it's it's a movie like I can't say is worth your time. Like you could probably like I'm sure Richard Jewell is probably better. <laughs> um, Knives Out is great. Like oh, not yeah. to make yeah. this not to make yeah. this like a Ryan Johnson VJJ Abrams thing. Knives Out is legitimately a great movie. It like it's so much good. fun. There's one thing in there that's real stupid. It's a mild spoiler, so I won't say it here. But like other than that, it's a pretty like straight down the middle crowd pleaser that mm-hmm. I really had a good time with. Yeah. Um, or you could spend your time watching cats. Cats. Yes. Or yeah, I, I so oh, man, TBH. I really yeah. think I'm gonna have a better time watching Cats oh than I am. We'll, we'll see. I'm so excited <laughs> for Cats. I can't believe freaking Cats is gonna be better than Star Wars. My, like, not just better than Star Wars, but like, it's one of my most anticipated movie going yeah. experiences. I, and I, I'm not being hyperbolic here no. of my adult <clears throat> life. <laughs> it's one of those that have been around for billions of years and we happen to be alive at the same time as cats occurring. Yeah. So exciting. So um oh no. No, you go ahead, Corey. Okay, so I was gonna say, like, you know, we're we've kind of talked all through this film. We've talked about philosophy of directors and obviously lack of creative direct all these things. We've talked about all that. So my question is like as we kind of head towards the end, like what happens next? with star wars <laughs> yeah yeah where do we go from here so i mean like we talk the show we talk a lot about things on like the macro level we do talk about the film so like on a macro level like what happens next with star wars <laughs> give it to the duffer brothers <laughs> yeah, <seriously. laughs> or uh, 
or John Favreau and Dave Filani or something. Mm. I mean, that's, yeah, what, that's what people commonly think. I mean, I think Mandalorian's good. I don't, yeah. I don't think it's fantastic. There's some good stuff in it, though. I haven't seen it yet. It's better than this last trilogy. Uh, yes. Because it's a consistent story. Right. I at yeah. least, like, enjoy <laughs> it unapologetically, which is right. a, a nice change. Like, yeah. yeah. It's, it's fun. Yeah. Um, uh, so, shameless plug, I think we're doing a Mandalorian episode in the new year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fun. Well, we want to. Nice. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. haven't... We, we, Missy and I haven't been in the same room to record in a while. So. No. <laughs> but Mike and I... Mike and I talked about it when we recorded the Irishman podcast. Yeah, nice. yeah, that'll, that'll have to be covered. Yeah. Um, I, I think the problem is now, Disney they blew this trilogy by having a really rocky mm-hmm. foundation yeah. to start on. Yep. Um, I mean, a, a lot of the sins in in these movies. I know we went and like said, well, Last Jedi kind of broke things, and and it did for me, like it kind of <laughs> personally, but. Mm-hmm. But Force Awakens is a really bad start to this too. Yeah, um, yeah. it's also a bad movie, and yeah. it also set up things, bad premises that both of those movies afterward had to follow up on or ignore. But they were still bad either way. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of those things is is that like these movies have to always be about rebels versus empire now, you know, and a handful yeah. of Jedi, and like it's like little, little underdog good guys versus big empire and using the same iconography and all that stuff over and over again from the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. And I think they've like set that now as like, that's what star Wars is, is it looks like this. It mm-hmm. sounds like that. And I mean, they got two choices. They either break free from that and they actually really do something new or they just be enslaved to that and not, and just repeat the same feeling over and over and over again. I don't know what it is. I feel like Mandalorian's a little different, which is maybe why it's being pretty yeah. widely received as good. I haven't really seen people say they hate it. I've seen people either really like it or they're like, it's good. Yeah. yeah it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's I haven't different. seen anyone who said they do not like yeah. Mandalorian. That's true. I see the contrarians who say they don't like Baby Yoda because everybody loves Baby Yoda, but that's separate. That's weird. Yeah, that's, that is <laughs> that's, weird. You could, you could just like him. Or not. <laughs> no, I mean, you can also not like him. It's that's fine. That's like, thing. You have to love yeah. him or you have to hate him. Yeah. 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 Um, I, yeah, I think you're... Well, I don't know. I, I kind of go back and forth on it. I feel like if you go and do a... Like a... What's her name? Zora? Zori? Zori? Oh, yeah, Zori. If you go and do like a Zori movie, I don't know. I think... Oh, the Power I, Rangers? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I think if you... Uh, I think if you scaled it back. I think if you scaled Star Wars back and told more personal i almost said better uh if you, if you tell more personal yeah sure more personal singular stories within mm-hmm. the star wars universe i think there's a way you can break free from that mm-hmm. and i think there's a way you sh- i think they should do yeah. that i think yeah. that's absolutely the direction they need to go um i don't think i don't think star wars mm-hmm. needs another sprawling epic whatever no. No. i hope it doesn't my my concern is because i agree with you like okay what my what i was trying to suggest was I think they're caught between what they they think they should do. Mm. Whether, whether or not I think they should do that <laughs> right. is separate. Yeah, sure. I agree with you. I think they should do more kind of less sprawling but more intimate kind of smaller scale stories. I think they're afraid that like they need to have all these movies have like massive consequences and massive stakes. And that's yeah. the reason why something like Mandalorian has been jettisoned to being a quote unquote TV show. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. like it's less worthy of that. Right. Because um, now and the TV shows are the less intimate mm-hmm. stories like the Obi-Wan thing's probably not going to be grand scale kind of mm-hmm. thing either. So that's how they're thinking of it. But yeah. I don't think you have to have movies be the grand thing only and then TV shows be the small thing only. I think right. they yeah. can be yeah. all kinds of things. Yeah. yeah. You just have to do them well. Also, arguably, the TV show should be the more sprawling thing. You have more hours to tell yes. that story. Yes, right. Yes, um, And 
But I think they've gotten... So, Mike, I agree. I feel like, though, looking at trends and analyzing, trying to figure out what's going on, they... They've gotten the wrong litmus, though, because they think, mm-hmm. okay, well, we tried solo and we tried like right. this more intimate move. And it's like, you know, and then it bombed. So it, therefore, we don't want to do that. But again, you know, like, you know, like we have all talked about, there's a lot of other problems with that film like that <laughs> yeah. created yeah. that created the effect it had in, you know, the mainstream culture. But they're looking mm-hmm. at that and saying like, well, that's a failure. So we can't go small. Mm-hmm. So I'm just. I I'm yeah. I think that's what they they need to go back that direction and like actually you know keep the same director the whole time and you know but yeah, <laughs> yeah. but I think they need to go small and tell some more of these micro stories but since those are kind of going on to Disney Plus I but I don't see I don't foresee them going for another trilogy anytime soon but they no. have the Star Wars license and they've been very aggressive in putting a movie out at least one every two years. So Mm -hmm. I I don't know what's going to happen next. Well, we got a three year break now, right? Because the next one's 2021, no, 2022, 2022. So we got three years. You think that's actually going to, we're going to keep to that? Well, yeah. Well, well, I'm Uh, not sure now because this movie underperformed. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. Longer. Yes. Um, I think it might be longer now. Um, because I think there might be some rejiggering. I mean, I would be surprised if Kathleen Kennedy still has her job. I think her contract ends like either the end of next year or early 2021 or something like that. Yeah. I would be surprised if she stays around. And this is not anything about you know. Oh, who she is or anything like that as a person. You're just sexist. Mike, uh, you're just... Um, you hate women. You just don't like a woman being in charge. All the time. <laughs> Mike. Yeah. Uh, like she's produced some great movies, um, but she's not a creative type, and mm-hmm. I think that that goes and shows in how she's managed this franchise. I mean, every single one of these movies has had a significant problem, almost, mm-hmm. exception uh, on the production side, with the exception of uh, The Last Jedi. Because... Um, Force Awakens had those problems with Michael Arndt, who's going to write the script and find a director, yeah. and they couldn't, and they kicked off Michael Arndt. And then Rogue One had the reshoot yep. issue. Josh Trank had a spinoff that was probably, I think people think was going to be a Boba Fett movie, but then it didn't happen. Mm. Um, Trevor with, with Episode Nine, um, Solo with, Solo with Solo. the directors <laughs> and stuff like that. And then the Game of Thrones guys. I mean, yeah. I, I'm oh, I missing something that. here. You know, like there's so that's almost every single movie that they've done now. Yeah. Six of them have had like some problem with the exception of Last Jedi. Yeah. Um, or seven, including the ones that they didn't make. So, like, I, I don't want to say like she's a bad at managing people, but that's pretty bad track record, man. Yeah. Like, that, like statistically, if you have yeah. like six out of seven things that you're making turn out this way, that kind of speaks a little bit to your management style than yeah. not. Yeah. I would think. Um, well, it's like in professional athletics. It's like, no, the coach is not technically the one losing the game, but when you you can't help that. Like, yeah. when you're the face of it and things are going so wrong consistently, right. it's not just, like, you know, anomalies each time. Yeah, yep. And if she, and she's just choosing people who, like, oh, this guy's a, a hot, uh, like, an up-and-coming director, mm-hmm. and then, like, I, they find out, oh, yeah, those guys directing the solo movie, like, they like to do ad lib a lot, and they like to do comedy. Yeah, didn't you see their filmography? Yeah, didn't <laughs> like, you? That's you know, why you hired well, them, right? Yeah. Right, like, didn't you do some background research on some of this stuff? Like, oh, yeah, I found that uh, that Trevorrow guy isn't very good. Like, <laughs> didn't you watch Jurassic World? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think where we go with Star Wars is uh, make a couple Indiana Jones movies with Oscar Isaac. <laughs> <Nice>. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, because he was basically being. I've wanted Old Republic this whole time, and they don't do anything with the Old Republic. But do you want it now, Missy? I'm kind of scared if they like. I'm scared. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, ideally, in an ideal world where you know good films can still exist and be made, which is a questionable feat at this point, apparently. It's it's Uh, 2019. That's not possible. uh, We got cats coming up, Missy. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. (laughs) Cats in the Old Republic. That is my dream. Darth Revan cat form. Yes. Oh, yeah. Darth Rum Tub Tugger. Yep. I mean, Taylor Swift is a cat in the Old Republic on Corbin because oh. she's Sith. <laughs> well, I, I, we'll see. But speaking of the Old Republic, because I do like the Old Republic yeah. stuff. Um, like, Kathleen Kennedy made some recent comment about how, like, you know, we, we don't have stuff like the comics or, like, uh, Lord of the Rings where we have, like, a source material to draw from or, like, outside influences. Uh <laughs> You there, what? What? There was, there was like 30, 30 years of, so of books. You have so much and comics stuff. and video games. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. That's but totally. that, that's so such dumb. an ignorant comment. And that goes and shows to me that Indicative. she's not capable yeah. of like managing this. Because, you know what? Like, look, there are people who don't like the expanded universe that was out. Sure. I mean, there's there's some dumb stuff in it for yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, but there's still good said, stuff in it. Yes, yeah, there's yes. also good stuff. Like, do what Marvel is doing. They they take stuff like people don't like the actual Civil War like comic, you know, yeah. in Marvel. But then they took the stuff that was good from it and they stripped up the bad stuff. Yeah. Like do the same thing. Like there's, there's people who have spent 30 years mining good ideas for you. Like they already laid the groundwork mm-hmm. for you. And there's like, such rich you, soil in the expanded universe. Yes. Mm-hmm. Even just in different pockets of like I, I know it's sad for me to sit here and be like the best Star Wars story I've had in the last couple of years is like I played through a video game and like, yeah. uh-huh. you know, but just even like there's such rich pockets of like, oh, like the time like after like, you know, Revenge of the Sith or like and we don't even have to mm-hmm. stay in that. Like there could be stuff like after Return of the Jedi before these movies. And I'm like expanded right. universe. Lots of great stuff happened there. Why can't we go there? I just. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's. It, it, they're not mining from what's good yeah and that drives me nuts yeah if it makes you feel better Corey, the best star wars experience i've had in the past couple of years has come from board games yeah. nice. well. <laughs> lego star wars for sure yeah, yeah. it's been the best there's there's a there's a star wars board game called star wars rebellion that like yeah. it just feels so much like star wars and mm-hmm. so great i think i've I seen that it. one it's like it super big and intricate right <laughs> Like it's the one that yes it is yeah yeah my friend has it takes like four hours but man it was it feels so much like Star Wars it's awesome Mm -hmm. um I I mean like Timothy Zahn made that Thrawn trilogy on yeah Corey I uh, I haven't read it okay yeah but like that. That thing is like, in my mind, mm-hmm. the legit sequel trilogy. People nice. clamor, and there's people clamoring for them to do that. Like, mm-hmm. just listen for a half second to anyone on the internet. Right. And everyone wants a Thrawn trilogy. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing to me is like, when people go and say, like, oh, this movie had a lot of fan service, I'm like, but you, like, not you're not really people. listening to the yeah. fans. Yeah, not to real fans. But, yeah. Like, uh, but, uh, <laughs> like, I mean, maybe you're talking about like the Joe Blow six pack who, like, kind of <laughs> likes, uh, you know, yeah. like, like, like kind of vaguely likes Star Wars because he, like, he saw one of the movies one time. <laughs> but, like, they're not really talking about people who liked this stuff. And I'm not saying you have to go and, you know, appeal to everybody who, right. like, you know, has read, like, all the volumes of something. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. Like there were things that re- obviously resonated with people, so maybe you should take a hint from them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like we've made that comparison. I feel like Marvel has done it so well, and so it's like right. I don't understand sure. why, you know, in this new era of Star Wars, it's like okay, just completely like discount the expanded universe and don't pull 
any of the good stuff from it. Right. Yeah. Right. And you know what? Like, go and talk to George Lucas. Ask what yeah. he wanted to do with the sequels before they threw out the treatments mm-hmm. and, and all that stuff. Um, I mean, like, uh, look, I'm not like a big fan of that Clone Wars TV show or the Star Wars Rebels, but that mm-hmm. Dave Filoni guy who was in charge of it, mm-hmm. like, he talked to Lucas and he had like an idea for like yeah. an episode about like Sith ghosts or whatever. And mm-hmm. George Lucas was like, Sith don't have ghosts. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, all right, well, I'm listening to you. And yeah. like, they, they explained why and they talked about it. <laughs> He, like, honored what the creator of this thing said. Yeah. And I think that, like, you kind of have to go and take that guy's input. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, J.J., he <laughs> had, like, a conversation with Lucas, like, a year ago about the Force. Supposedly. And so somebody asked him. Yeah, supposedly. And then someone was asking uh, J.J., like, what what they talked about. And then he said, George sure likes his midi-chlorians. What? <laughs> I mean, like, I'm like, what, like, how, like, disrespectful yeah. is that? You know, like... And you're like helming this franchise now, mm-hmm. and like you don't even give a shit about what the creator of it says. But then yeah. you like, play so like you do. But then me. he plays like uh-huh. he does, like in the press. He's right. like, you know, that's his thing. He's the like super reverent director of like the past and like all these icons and filmmaking. So he tries to emulate them. But then like you go and make comments like that, and so it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, what? The, and then like and then like the real him like comes out. Yeah, you know, like that's like you know, okay, that's not like the ass kisser <laughs> PR JJ Abrams like real one comes out mm-hmm. um and it, like just to also top this off i don't want to see another jj abrams again <laughs> I, I honestly yeah. i don't yeah i'm done like i think this like just laid bare to me like all his deficiencies as a filmmaker and you saw that the film critical thing right yeah MJ uh, or, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. he's like a bot repeating story algorithms right and and like how like like the mark, the mark of uh, like a bad writer or like an unconfident writer is like you have a scene and then like two men in with a like with guns enter the room or something mm-hmm. like that and they're like we have to run and like because like you keep, you're so unconfident you can't just have people talk about stuff you have to have it like constantly broken yeah. up by bad guys suddenly appearing and that's what this movie like was mm-hmm. was just. Like they talk for two seconds and then bam, like bam, there's a thing you know. It's like here's a big reveal, Ray's lineage. It doesn't matter because we're still going like so fast, so we're not gonna like sit in the moment. She's jumping to the Millennium Falcon now, so who cares? Um, yeah, like I can't stand like his filmmaking. Mm. I I think these films because like before Star Wars, I was kind of like middle of the road. Like I didn't. You know, I don't hate every film he's made, but I definitely feel like I don't know if it's just again like the management part of Disney and whatever, but I just feel like these these two films have like leaned into some of his biggest weaknesses as a filmmaker. Sure. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. not good. It's not good. Yeah. I mean the the best Star Wars movie he made was the Star Trek 09. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and I mean I still actually don't like that movie. I felt like I was yeah. a crazy person for years cuz mm. everyone was like that movie was amazing and mm. I felt like it was showing some really bad tendencies already on his part. Yeah. But then it's led to this. So right. Well yeah. Cool. And it's it's crazy <laughs> to think that like oh you know people talk about like oh well seeing like him handle the Star Trek franchise was kind of like his audition to get mm-hmm. into Star Wars and it's like I, I'm sure there's well? <laughs> I'm sure there's some very interesting uh comparisons now to look from that mm-hmm. franchise to to this franchise and just to see like hmm there's a lot of just like some of the creative direction I would be very fascinated yes. to see that yeah I think um 
I'm not I'm not gonna not see another JJ Abrams movie. This podcast needs episodes. <laughs> but uh I mean it is work. Yeah. Honestly yeah. is the only reason why I would see that. Right. Um I thought he did TV okay. I liked like Alias and Lost their first couple seasons. I liked Lost. I'm still a Lost apologist. I like Super 8 a lot. I like Super 8 oh, a yeah, lot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I like Star Trek 09 okay. Um, but I lost a lot of respect for him when he did the lying about Com thing. Yeah. That was where I was like, oh yeah, this guy can piss off forever. Like, yeah. So I've, I have not really taken him seriously since then, even mm. though Super 8 came after that, I think. Um... And it's, it, I, I'm a broken record when it comes to J.J. Abrams. I think he's actually a pretty good producer. He's a great <laughs> casting director. He's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's a really good casting director. I think he's a pretty good producer. Like, mm-hmm. he produced the Cloverfield. Mm-hmm. And I oh, love yeah. that movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he produced 10 Cloverfield Lane. And yeah. I love yeah, that movie. Yeah, that's real good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, but I think it's this weird thing where he's got this bizarre Spielberg boner, right? And... Mm-hmm. So he he's never made an original decision in no. his life. He's not yeah. a filmmaker. He's a film imitator. Yeah, he's a yeah. cover band for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's weird, especially that. What's the? Is it Joyride? Oh yeah, that he wrote. I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh. What the hell? Yeah, that movie's bizarre. Huh. I mean, have you what? heard? Have you heard about some of his like uh, treatments for like Superman and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Also bizarre. Like look up Superman Fly or Superman Flies or something like that after okay. this because. He was also weird about that stuff. So he, so Joyride, for those of you who don't know, is about a group of teenagers being stalked by a killer semi-truck driver, that's which weird. is literally dual. Um, <laughs> like, li- that's just literally yeah. the, sa- like, the same yes. thing. He just like, can I copy your homework? Yeah, but change it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, there's more people instead of just one guy. Yeah. Which I haven't seen the movie, but come on, man. Yeah. I remember, I have a very, you know what, this actually unearthed like a memory for me, didn't unearth, I have a very clear memory of learning about that movie because Mike's the one who told me about it. I had heard of the movie before, but I didn't know JJ had uh, directed it. (laughs) We'll talk about Corey's selfie in a minute. Um, (laughs) I didn't know that JJ had written it, sorry, not directed it. And so Mike's telling me about this uh this movie that he's watching and i was like that sounds a lot like duel yeah and then i get a text message that says oh jj abrams is the guy who wrote this Mm. and it was like i was standing i know exactly i remember exactly where i was i was standing in the lobby of the rio in vegas (laughs) when i read this waiting to check in because i remember having this like Outside vision of like the Michael Bay camera spinning thing because to reveal that one. Shit was. just got real. Yeah, like I was just like, "What do you mean? That's insane!" Mm-hmm. And so ever since, so the lying about Calm thing really like really put a bad taste in my mouth mm-hmm. for him. And then Mike telling me that I was like, <laughs> "This is this, he's a weird dude." Yeah, JJ Abrams is a weird guy, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. I don't. That's that's my two cents. I'm I'm convinced he doesn't have any influences outside the original Star Wars and a couple Spielberg movies. Yeah, like yeah, I, I think I, else. I think like his lack of diversity is really beginning to show itself now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the fact that like all he can remix is those things over and over again With is solar flares. Uh, yeah, solar flares. Um, <laughs> is really beginning to grate on me. Yeah. And more than that, I hope that this movie and this whole franchise is 
demise um ha, like basically reveals that the mystery box is a terrible storytelling it's concept yeah very bad yeah and <clears throat> i mean okay and this is something i'm I thought of separately, but I also read it in Film Critic Hulk, so, you know, screw me for thinking the same thing as him. But <laughs> people go and talk about how J.J. Um, like isn't uh, is good at beginnings but not at endings. Mm. But you know what? To me, like, unless you have an ending, you have nothing. Yeah. Like, like yeah. you don't have a beginning. Because, like, I think fundamentally any story should be the ending. What is the story that you're trying to tell? And yeah. that's the ending, yes. right? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the theme that you, like, lay out at the end. Yeah. Yeah. And so then, then you want to leave. How do you get right? You know, like yeah. What are you trying to say about like life, exactly. or existence, exactly. or heroism, or whatever? And then you work backwards yeah. from there. And that doesn't mean you can't have like ideas for set pieces or you mm-hmm. know some sort of conceptual premise or something like that too. But all that works hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's not like one thing and then it's like oh I have the beginning but I don't know how it ends. You right. have nothing if you don't <laughs> know how it ends. Yeah. <laughs> and and like that plus tying in characters. As mystery boxes, because that's what they did. They turned yeah. Ray into mystery a mystery box. box. Yeah. And Finn. And Finn. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, all these people, they turned into <laughs> mystery boxes. Like, that's even worse than turning, like, items or MacGuffins or something like that, that think, or secrets that they're after into mystery boxes. Mm-hmm. They're turning literal characters into ciphers mm-hmm. yep. that, like, other people had to figure out, yeah. which ultimately ended up having to be him, because <laughs> he couldn't escape the wreckage after all. <laughs> right. Um, he turned them into mystery boxes. And that is like so appalling to me. That's why we had Ray be a cipher mm-hmm. for three movies or two and a half movies. Yeah. And then she has somewhat of a struggle in this one mm-hmm. because like, oh, I, I might be a bad person because I'm related right. to bad people. But my parents also died to protect me. So they were good people. But yeah. somehow I'm a bad person because their grandpa was a bad person. Okay. Uh, what yeah. I, I mean, I don't even understand what a conflict was. Yeah. Um, th- that's what happens when you go and like do that to a character. And that's terrible. Like I wish... I hope that people go and take notice of that. Yeah. You can't just string people along with mysteries and you can't tie up characters into that. Like, look, people having like amnesia as plot devices is one thing. Right. But, but like, it's very hard to go mm-hmm. and make like a trilogy off of that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Totally agree with you, Mike. Mystery boxing is not storytelling. No. Right. Like, like vague hinting at menace <laughs> in the background is not storytelling. And, and, I mean, all of it can be summed up with Force Awakens. You know, like that part where they go and find the lightsaber. And like, how'd you find the lightsaber? Good story for another, another time. time. You know? Which never yeah. gets and, paid and, off. Nope. Right. Uh, like, that to me, it just fundamentally sums up all of JJ's uh, mm-hmm. storytelling abilities. It's just, like, I go and do cool stuff and visuals, but then, like, I don't, I can't explain it because we got to run. We got to run because pew, 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 bad guys yeah. entered the room and they're <laughs> shooting at us. Um... It's like a series of like drunk ideas where it's like, wouldn't it be cool if we did this? Yeah. And then nothing follows up with right. that. So you just get a bunch of those in a series and that's his film. Yeah. It's the Doritos Locos Taco of there you go. filmmaking. Oh, don't you dare besmirch Doritos Locos Taco. <laughs> I do love a Doritos Locos yeah, Taco. That, I have not had dinner. I'm good, real sir. hungry. I'm kind of hungry now. Awful. Yeah. I'm, yeah. This is, we keep going. I'm going to devolve into this food analogies because I'm taco so hungry. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of I, when you order something at Taco Bell. That is kind of what you're getting is the mystery Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't know what's gonna go inside your body, or I think we all know. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm gonna end it with this. We took a selfie and sent it to Corey at the beginning of this podcast, and then Corey hit us with a selfie, and it's the best picture of anyone I think I've ever seen. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, nice, right. Yeah, nice. like. Why, why do we look like crap and then you Dude, look good? Dude, we look like homeless people that found a studio. 
<laughs> and then Corey sent us like the LinkedIn pro- profile picture of in like the mode, coolest bass great. player in Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> just getting, it's making us look bad, man. Just getting the, you know, so just the podcasting, recording, all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you always look that good just for podcasting, yeah. for things that you're not going to be seen for? Yeah, I was excited. Okay. I was like, oh, this is the first time I get to use this room for podcasting since I've moved here. Oh, so nice. it was, gotcha. Nice. Yeah. Got it. I look yeah, like an there's... actual homeless person. I'm wearing cargo jacket. <laughs> My hair's unkempt. So's uh, mine. I worked for nine hours before this. What do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's all I got. That's yeah. Uh, do you guys have anything else? It's been nearly two hours, I think. Uh, no, I. I it was I'm good like, conversation. I, it was good. Like, it was yeah. I it's gonna be a weird. I think the only thing I'm gonna edit out is Missy's racism. <laughs> yeah, right. Missy, I don't think you're racist. Just for the record. Thank you. No, no. Okay. Am I crazy? Did you guys not see that that criticism that he seemed like? No, I've never I heard it, but oh. I have. I've I've never heard that, but I've also never heard that he's Italian. I just okay. interpreted him as Italian. I didn't. I never interpreted him as anything other than I thought he looked like a flying elephant when I was little. <laughs> right. Yeah. But then I remember when I got older and people were like, "Oh, Jar Jar's supposed to be like like Jamaican." Jamaican or yeah. Yeah. Then, I yeah. I remember when the movie came out, everyone thought he was doing like a yes and miss, uh, like a, right. like a slave, like yeah. a minstrel show type mm. thing. I remember hearing that when it came out, which is crazy because I was mm. like eleven. Yeah, right, but <laughs> um, I remember hearing that, and I always never really bought that right. either. Well, so I, I also heard about, about the Trade Federation guys being kind of like Chinese. Oh, Asian. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 But that that holds a little more water to me. Uh, yeah, I, I tend to believe that one a little bit more. Yeah. Um. But anyway, okay, we can edit that one out also. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh. Yeah, that's all. It, it was actually very cathartic. Yeah, it was, it was, it was helpful for me. Uh, to I, I feel like it exercised like some demons, and now it's like, okay, this is this is kind of like over for me, so I'm I'm happy now. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. like I can. Um, I agree because I was kind of dreading this to be honest with you. I, I was a little yeah, bit too so like <laughs> that whole text thread we had the other day, and I was like, this is gonna be something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. We have a separate text thread with Missy for mm-hmm. like the the um episodes you're not on Corey, yeah. and uh the, it, she said the same thing your our text message threads were identical yeah wow <laughs> yep yeah but it was just like it was something uh, yeah yeah it was but it's over it is over yeah. i'm i'm thankful for it thank, yeah. thank god this is over <laughs> uh, may may the next you know it's trilogy or whatever the heck they don't do don't wish that upon us be, don't speak that into existence be good but uh, it can be or it can't be it doesn't really matter but, i mean I, I think the good thing about it like is that it is kind of done right yeah. but like there's kind of a fresh slate so like the next thing they have is like kind of a new shot at it yeah right yeah and like they can choose to learn whatever lessons or not learn whatever lessons or whatever but like I think having something that's a little, even just a little bit divorced from this legacy, yeah. like yes. the original trilogy yep. and the prequels, is going to be probably better. Yeah, in the I, long yeah. run, I think it has to yeah. be. Yeah, but. I think. I yeah. There's also nowhere but up to go as far as <laughs> sure. I can think of. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, Corey, thanks for being here, man. Yeah, it's always fun. Yeah, thanks, this man. Was, this yeah. was very cathartic yep. for me too. <laughs> Yeah, Mike. I hope we're cool. I did not mean to insult you. No, no, no. I I wasn't sure, and I didn't think I didn't think you were. For, okay, okay, I'm gonna say that I didn't think you were, but I was like, if, well, like we were like walking around the conversations that we had about it. So. Yeah, it was kind of informed by that, but yeah. it was like a different. It it was more informed by. 
and I, it's weird to say this, it was more informed by like what I saw on Twitter uh-huh. than anything else. And I tweeted yeah. my take on it, which was like, I said that was not a very good movie. I liked it. Yeah. yeah. And that's how you discourse was my, right. my entire tweet. <laughs> and no one gave me any pushback on it, but it just kind of, it still felt like it fell on deaf ears. Mm. Where it was yeah. just like, no one wanted to hear that. Like, no, no one wanted, there was, there was like no room for nuance in it. And it was just really frustrating to me because... Like, talking about Star Wars is the only place I feel, like, really dismissed. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. where it's like, no, shut Like, get out. Of, like, it's like the John Mulaney joke from his last special where it's like, first off, get out of here with your facts. Yeah. Right? right. And it was just like, come on, guys. Like, we're all in this together. Like, right. we're all operating from a place where we love the original trilogy. And also, like, we all, we all have, like, a pretty broad knowledge of this subject. Not Star Wars, but, like, filmmaking and mm-hmm. movies and mm-hmm. stuff. And, like... We should understand the subjectivity of it, but like no one can right. for yeah. the most part, or at least the most vocal people can't. Right. I should say. Yeah. Um. And so that's 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 where my frustration is. Yeah. Come it, on. It's like I want to talk about this too, but no one wants to hear what I have to say about it. Yeah. I mean, like you're in, you're definitely in a no man's land in comparison to a lot of people. But, yeah. But and then to speaking personally, now we're making all like kind of like heartfelt statements right now. Um. Like I, I go to a lot of film websites and including progressive websites and like that, where like people like with my point of view on this movie are just treated like lumped in with like right. alt-right people. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And like, I feel like I'm going insane. Cause it's like, I didn't like this movie cause I felt like it was really nihilistic or, right. you know, like it, the way it was like betraying legacies of things really bothered me mm-hmm. as like a foundational, like Western civilization type concept. Yeah. And then, I didn't feel like I like was part of any sort of tribe either, mm-hmm. but I was getting lumped in with that tribe. Right, because yeah. I'm sure like you're not someone who is also like P.S. Send Ryan Johnson death threats. Right. Yeah, birthday, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Post racist shit to Kelly Marie. Right, yeah, that's yeah, terrible. You know, like I mean, oh, yeah, I I don't really like the guy based off some of his Twitter comments, but I also understand he's gotten death threats, so he's kind of in his right to go and call people man babies to a certain extent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, um, but you know, I, but more it's like I don't like the films that he made. Yeah, yeah. Know, or the right. film that he made. I'll mm-hmm. say that because look, what he did in Breaking Bad, for example, it was I mean, fantastic. Hands down, best episode of Breaking. Yeah, Bad. Yeah, made the hands down, and even that fly episode, which is divisive. I'm on the side of that episode oh, I like was good. Episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm on. Um, I actually don't like that episode. Yeah, huh. it's interesting. So, but like. <laughs> The, and I think he's well suited to do t- certain types of movies. Like I'm sure *Knives Out* is a good movie. Oh, man, that you know, so um, so like, it, there's like a lot of nuance in this. Right. Yeah. And then everybody got like lumped into camps, and I didn't like it either. But I also think there's like there's people have a right to vehemently hate that movie sure, for the yeah, right if, reason. For the yeah, right yeah, reason. Yeah. yeah. And you can vehemently hate any mm-hmm. movie. Right. Like, yeah. We don't. I don't have to agree with you, but right. like, it was the dismissiveness of it all too, where it yeah. was just like, oh, it was all right, yeah, and it was yeah. just like, get out of here, and it was right. like, oh. Oh, okay, yeah, so it's like it feels bye. like you can't have a and voice in the conversation. Yeah, and mm-hmm. now it's gotten to a point, and that's where my frustration stemmed from, is where I feel like I have to step in as like a parental figure to these two sides and be yeah. like, okay, everyone shut up. We're in charge now. Yeah. Like, it's my turn to have this opinion. Right. And so I think that's where a lot of my frustration stemmed from, where it was like, I'm tired of hearing about this for two and a half years and not ha- like being like, you've got some points, you've got some points, but you're both being absolutely insane right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's where a lot of my anger came from. Yeah. No. And I mean, this conversation is continuing because um, like the narrative now is like from critics that, well, the reason why this recent movie sucks is because people backlash <laughs> Last Jedi. And it's like, well, I mean, no, because I mean, partially, but then also because like this movie also has its own failures. Yes. And, yeah. Yes. And, and, and some of these failures were induced also by Last Jedi because yeah. it, huh. it didn't really like leave them much to work with. You it's know, it's symptomatic and, of a greater disease rather than that being the cause. Itself. Right. Yeah. And there's just there's a lot of issues that play with it. And, um, you know, I'm glad that we don't have to talk about it anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Primarily. Um 
because a lot of people were wrong about how they're approaching this, I think, mm-hmm. and and kind of painting sides with broad brushes. Yeah. And um, hopefully now, like, mm-hmm. this movie has united the fan base, I think, in a way, because it's not like... <laughs> I don't, don't, don't like that. A lot of people don't like it. Mm-hmm. I mean, and there's certainly some people that we talked about, like, some general audience-type people who did, but it's uniting, I think, both factions of the people who really hated, like, Flash Jedi and really loved it. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh, this actually was kind of crap still. Yeah. yeah. Balance has been brought to the fandom. See you all guys right. next week for Cats. Bye. Um, I am all the same. <laughs> <laughs>